0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus...
1: Denver, Colorado,
0: Ric Flair will be known as the stupid little man, brother. Because stupid little man, if I would do that to my best friend, if I would do that to the Macho Man, what do you think I'm gonna do to you, brother? Denver, Hogan, you and
1: I are going to stop that profile
0: horseman style. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: clash! <laughs> Explosion noise! Welcome to the Coltonic Classic Night Show review. Slash, colon, parentheses. Clash of the Champions 33. Watch along, let's right. reaction! Clash of, clash of
1: the Champions. Clash, not of, clash the, of Champions.
2: Clash of, clash of, of the, the champions, champions. Which just makes so much more sense. Because Vince tried to change it. Well, they did change it. They didn't try it. They just called it Clash oh. of Champions. <laughs> didn't they change it to Knight oh, no, I guess they, they were combining Knight of Champions with Clash of the Champions and made Clash of Champions.
1: I think, did they use Clash of Champions? Yes. Right, yeah. They did, yeah. Defo did. Yeah.
2: But welcome to Clash of the Champions, WCW 1996. It's part of the Cold Hotter Classic Nitro Review. Uh, I'm Fake Geordie, radio presenter with that portfolio, Tom Campbell, resident WCW kid, Sam Driver, to my left.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, right, love.
2: Retro reaction, which is always a bit of a nice change-up.
1: Yeah, we forgot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We should be honest here. Shall we be honest? I was halfway through fucking Nitro August 18th before they're like, so obviously a Clash of the Champions, and I was like, hold on, Tom, it's been a couple of weeks. We didn't... My memory's shit anyway. My memory's like a sieve. Um, so I was, I was like, Tom, we didn't, we didn't cover Clash, did we? And I was just sitting down to about to start
2: watching it, and I went, oh, yeah. We were going to do a retro reaction to Clash of Champions, and yeah. we just said we've missed it. So let's stop all the things that we're doing now. Get a couple of beers let's in. Let's get some beers in, yeah. and let's just watch Clash of the Champions with you listening slash colon watch watching at home. Don't worry. I won't try and make colon how parentheses it, how, happen. How can they watch us though, Tom? Via the Patreon. Patreon.com
1: slash Cultaholic. You can see us. You can't see what we're watching because that... I d- mean, that's just that's just copyright theft. It's, it's the same. Every time we do reactions and somebody pops in, where's wrestling? This is shit. The <laughs> wrestling's on the network, lads. Uh, it's <laughs> like... Yeah. can't show that. <laughs> we can
2: just show us watching it. Yeah. Otherwise, TKO Holdings Group will punch us in the face. God damn. As they are... Can you see known. Vince's
1: dye job? I certainly did. Do you reckon he
2: dyed the tash as well? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Lo- <laughs> Just a little bit of dye on that. I
1: love that picture. It looks like a Catalina wine mixer. I will tell you, there's something <laughs> there's something nice about the picture. I'm a big fan of the the statue of the little girl standing up to the bull. Anyway, yeah, on Wall Street, but the the, the shot of her kind of standing up. Defiantly in front of the WWE and UFC titles was I like that, that was It might cool. as well have been Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With all that we know. Like, I'm gonna take a- up <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not, little girl. <laughs> uh, other, other highlights from What's the up, Roman's gonna have to get pretty buff to get <laughs> that fuck around his waist. It was about eleven feet wide. <laughs> I was hoping a twenty foot Roman Reigns would <laughs> just walk just across get the, the one from his entrance, the big AR one. Oh my Comes god, in and picks uh, it up.
2: that fucking disgusting bit of CGI that they use, yeah, made on fucking Microsoft Paint.
1: It's the thing. It, 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 it has the potential to be so beautiful. It really, it does. really does. It, and they're getting a lot better. They're getting a lot better, but I'm still not sold on AR. I'm still not sold on it, Tom. Half-hearted,
2: half-witted. No, I, it I, comes I'm kind
1: of getting out of AI for a little bit. I, I fried my brain on it too much. I've given up my subscription for now. I'm going to just let Ooh. it cool for a few months. I'm just getting away from AI. It's doing my head in. It's just every time I learn something, it's like, oh, look what I've learned. And this it, is already something a thousand times better on some other company's feed. And I'm like, oh, it's just, but it's just, and it's automatic. You don't even need to do all of the fucking prompting shit that I was having. ah <laughs> That's something that an AI Sam Driver would say. If we can get an AI me, he might be able to do the AI better than me. Imagine
2: if we can get to a point where they do we just program an AI to well, do a classic night drive? Did, did you not
1: see the um? Did you not see like the horrible news that broke like yesterday? Mm. Uh, so the, there's the first ever AI musical artist has been signed oh, by yes. like Sony or something, and that for me is fucking terrifying. I think that it's it was only a matter of time, but like. Can we get out of this loop now? I'm, I just is, of, it, no, Amara, it's, is this
2: the one that's like a, a like a CGI girl? Yeah, but it's voiced by a bloke.
1: Yeah, but it's it's kind of got that that weird sort of thing going on where it's ah oh, what's it called? There's like a specific type of music like that. Um, but it, it's yeah, it's all AI driven, and I I'm all for exploring AI and using it as a tool, but I'm not for you know just going oh well just make me a number one single enter. And then there you go. Like I, for me it's soulless. Mm. It's just and it, we're already at a point where fucking venues are taking like cuts of merchandise from bands. Like to the point where now bands are pretty much paying to go on tour. Like if you can just turn up with a laptop and a screen, nah. It just takes out all the human element of it. I'm done. I'm done with AI. I'm <laughs> done with it. Well don't worry. Until the next AI
2: <laughs> Until the next update and you go, Oh, I'm into this again. <laughs> Don't worry, because in the next hour and a half, you'll find nothing artificial or intelligent.
1: <laughs> I know there's a lot of artificial things going on in this. Uh... But nothing intelligent. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at the adjective oh! Bovril. Um, I think you mean Bouvril. Sorry,
2: Bouvril. Uh We'd like to thank, actually, before we get into.
1: <laughs> you need to drop that clip in.
2: I've. Oh, do you know what? Oh, I, end end of this podcast, you'll get what we are talking about here. But my thanks and for all you dedicated Bovril maniacs out there. All the Bovril maniacs. So if you if this is your first time listening, it's a bumpy ride. Um, but we we <laughs> struck up a bit of a chord talking about Bovril over the past few months. It was weird, yeah. The Bovril and it continues kinda, to be fantastic.
1: Yeah, we we just every now and then it, it's cooled off a bit. But if you've got any interest in Bovril facts or merchandise you want to get rid of, send it our way. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Alirio
2: on. On Twitter, who furnished us with, I believe, the French Bovril advert. Well, it's uh, Quebec, so French-Canadian. Okay, French-Canadian. It's a French-Canadian Bovril advert which really romanticises <sighs> Bovril in a way that we weren't expecting. Oh,
1: no, like Bovril over there is like sexy. Sexy Bovril. It's like a guy's late for his own wedding. Yeah. There's like skiing involved. There's all sorts There's
2: of... There's a horse like, race without the jockeys because they were eating things. Bovril, or drinking yeah.
1: Bovril. It's like, well, to be honest, the horses run faster anyway without a jockey. Just let them do it. There is that. Yeah. There is that. So thank you, O'Leary. Which jockey can eat the most Bovril with a spoon? (laughs) Go. (laughs) That should be the real Grand (sighs) National. just so dense. There's varying degrees of difficulty. Like, some, you want to start salting it. Just making it extra salty Bovril. It's <laughs> an MSG in there. Make it a bit tasty.
2: Bloody hell. Last thing we need is Madison oh. Square Garden Bovril. I will not
1: rest until we get at least one Bovril-sponsored ad on this. If anybody out there is connected to the Bovril Corporation, you send them our way. I tweeted them multiple times. I want in a Bovril a legitimate, sponsorship.
2: Legitimately reached out to yeah. Bovril. I have legitimately reached out to Bovril, and I've heard nothing back, because they don't what need it. Is that to say bovril it classic Bovril review. I, I, you know, we'll do whatever you need. I kind of, the thing is, and I have considered that, but I, I want to do so much, but then I don't want to do too much that they think, oh, we don't need to give them any money.
1: Yeah. Uh, we got to wall that line. Well, they got some deep pockets. They own an entire town <laughs> in Argentina. So and they'll claim they don't anymore, but it's still named after them. So the only I, reason
2: they got deep pockets is because they're full of Bovril. If everything, ah, in,
1: if everything ah, in life goes wrong for, for me and you, at some point we have to just start afresh. Just start fresh in Bovril. Move to you. Bovril. Bovril, Argentina. I'll
2: mention it. If, if, if Alex ends up seeing the light and, and <laughs> we, we don't get married, I will use my half of the wedding funds <laughs> to go to Bovril with you. <laughs> that seems fair. Yeah. Clash of the Bovril. 33 from 1996. That's what we're watching today. If you want to watch it on the network, right? So you've got to go to WCW, and you've got to scroll down to Clash of the Champions and find the section called Clash of the Champions 1996, and it's called Clash of the Champions 33. That's how we play this game now.
1: I can't believe how roundabout it's all got. They've just it's, had it's... so much fun in ruining the network. Yeah, and then now it's like, well, SmackDown could be going to Disney or Amazon, so it could all be going to Prime. And it was oh. like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> At what point do we have to put a full terabyte hard drive back up of the network together? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You, you're talking like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of... Uh, oh, man.
2: I'm scared to lose the network. I do really... Me too. Like, it's it's badly run, but I do really like having all the rest of it in one place. Yeah,
1: and it's it's just... It's so easy. It's the ease of access. Like, even if, even if I couldn't stomach the product, I would still have the network. Yeah. Like, there's no world in which I wouldn't because it, all of my childhood's on there. All of it. It's like they got me captive. Yeah. They know it. So just make it easy. Just make it as easy as you can. If you're going to tie it on to Prime, then fine. I've got a Prime subscription. They keep billing me at random points every year, so I never know when it's coming out, so they get me every yeah. time. But, you know, I, I'm never going to give it up because, you know, next day's shipping. <laughs> I'm part of the problem. Late-stage yeah. capitalism. We are all part of the problem. Can Jeff Bezos wrestle at WrestleMania, though? If that's going to happen, Bezos should be getting in there. I'm sure He could. Yeah. Get I him to do like a, a massive, like crazy 20 foot ladder spot or something. <laughs> or he gets up on his dick rocket and jumps out. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> or they'll have a dick rocket mascot at the side of the. Yeah, they can do all sorts.
2: I think he should challenge Ari Emanuel for that TKO championship that he's now got. Oh, the
1: one that Vince gave him that TKO title. He was walking around with it. Did and you notice the shape of his shoulder? Did you notice the shape of the plates, though? It's a bit global force Wrestling, isn't so, it? So, no. The, the shape of the center plate looked like the shape of the UFC plate. And it had the WWE side plates. And for me, that actually looked... I don't like the current UFC titles. I think they just look like a UFO like in a weird way. They look like kind of a cheap toy. The old one I really like with the cage backing. But you got to change things up. I get it. But mm. I'm not a fan of the current like 3D aspect. But I like the shape, that like octagonal shape of it. But there was something nice about that combination. It was weird. Mm. I didn't really like the big green Global Force TKO on it. Maybe if you send TKO all your gold, they'll give you a signed picture of Vince. <laughs> it's worth it. Get it out of the off, lads. Get Did it you out of. Vince, Vince giving it the fucking Hogan as well. Oh, oh man. I loved I loved
2: it. And then Nick Khan looking <laughs> at him like a slightly angry dad. I Triple H was a fucking fashion week. Yeah,
1: definitely right was. It's, it's getting mental now. It's, it's, we are really at the start of a new boom, aren't we? Yeah, we're there. Tell all your friends, rest cool again. Subscribe to Cultaholic, sack everybody else off. We're the best. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your friends
2: about us. And then bring them immediately here for confusion yeah. and excitement. Bovril. Go to Clash of the Champions 93. Do it now.
0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: I think in an alternate universe, we're in Australia and we're, we're talking about Vegemite.
2: I think so. Yeah. I, I, and, but then interspersed with the odd mention of wrestling that's what we're doing now, isn't it?
1: Well, if we do an Australian <laughs> show at any point, we'll have to just dress up in a really stereotypical outfit.
2: <laughs> wow, well, um, the review. Vegemite. yeah, you know, just
1: do terrible accents and, and just eat Vegemite off a spoon. <laughs> I'll release one deadly spider into the room, but we'll not know where it is. So we'll just spice things up a bit. <laughs>
2: That's what they do Halfway in Australia. Halfway through,
1: we'll have a guy impersonating Steve and just come and throw a whole crocodile in. Like, yeah. <laughs> we call it to the Joey. Yeah. From friends. An actual real life Barry, the shot just flopping about <laughs> on the table, <laughs> knocking everything over, trying to chomp her arms off. He's all right, Sheila. We've got to keep hosing him down so he doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> I like how complicated their Nitro review is. Yeah. In Australia. I mean, they just have to go to the park, all that stuff happens anyway. And then you'll have the How Ridiculous guys just throwing bowling balls off a 200 foot thing next to you. It's, a great, like, Whoa! it's a great day. Have you watched How Ridiculous? I haven't. No. I think you'd enjoy it. They just go up like a dam and they'll just like throw a giant dart off it trying to hit a car. <laughs> or, they'll like, or they'll just get like a whole arena with a massive paintball gun and fill all these huge ass balloons up. And it's like, how many can you hit in one go? And it's just like weird Top Gear style challenges, but it's all loosely about physics and science, but it's really just about fucking around. It's more about having a laugh. They made like a helicopter fucking um, a katana blade thing, and then they just drop loads of stuff like iPads <laughs> into it, or like 50 watermelons, and you just see in super slow motion the all just getting fucking obliterated. It's oh, amazing. I love the commitment to balance. If, if, if I had 50 grand and a slow motion camera, and it was 10 years ago, God... <laughs> Look out! Let's go kids. fucking Derwent Reservoir, just throwing shit <laughs> off the side. Can you stop doing that, mate? It's for science. <laughs> Shut up, Dad!
2: <laughs> on go! We'll press play on Clash the Champions and we'll all watch it together in three, two, one, go.
1: Right, so we're gonna get some bump intro. We're watching uh, Brother Brutar getting beat We up. are deep in the Derwent Reservoir uh, for our beginning. <laughs> but essentially, for anybody who doesn't know Clash of the Champions, it began in 1988 after Vince McMahon was a very petty, petty boy. So, um, Starcade was happening in 88. Vince then went, well, we can't have people paying for fucking Starcade. I'm Vince McMahon and I'm buying up everything and there's basically just Crockett left in terms of actual competition. So he went, I'm going to create an event called Survivor Series and I'm going to run it the exact same fucking night. And then Vince called all the pay-per-view providers and went, right, uh, well, you know, it's their right to approach you to be on pay-per-view, but just so you know, if, um... If you carry Starcade you don't carry Survivor Series, you ain't getting WrestleMania 4. And WrestleMania 3 had broken all sorts of records. Pay-per-view was a very new medium at the time. And so they all saw their ass. And everybody but four pay-per-view providers, I think two of which were in Carolina, um, carried Survivor Series, four carried Starcade. Oh. And so as a retort to this, during the time where Turner was starting to jump in uh, and they were looking to sell WCW, and I think it was just after the deal went through, they ran something called Clash of the Champions, which was a cable special, was not on pay-per-view, and it had a monumental fucking card. And it was kind of a big middle finger to Vince. So nice. It was like, you can block us on pay-per-view, but you can't deny the product. And, you know, we had Flair Sting in Sting's massive star-making performance. So it's one of those kind of... It's one of WCW's better historical events, and it tends to be a night where they really do try to wow everybody because it's not a pay-per-view pay-per-view. It's like a TV special. Yes. So it's all about kind of getting the brand out there and, and being as good as you can be.
2: I think AEW in it t- attempted to do something like that with Battle of the Belt, yeah. but it hasn't landed in the same way.
1: No, but I think they will eventually land on something in a similar vein that works like mm. that, where you know we have like a big special that's because these were some of the only shows I got to see that were pay-per-view quality, because I mean we were we were broke and we were living all the way over here, and by the time we heard about the shows, they'd already long happened. So like it, when I got to see a show like this, it did feel genuinely special. And it made you want to catch more stuff. So I think that you know we've seen WWE do it with the network. They had their own Starcade. They, you know they've done a lot of stuff like that. So I think AEW should be able to do it at some point. They just need to find that one thing.
2: They need that little starter cap that
1: just makes it different. Then they've got they've got
2: Dynamite and Collision now. Yeah. And. They just need to find somewhere in the schedule to do it without overloading it. I mean, what's and Rampage. <laughs> oh, and oh, everyone forgets about Rampage. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that is how many times WCW and AEW have these sort of these these sort of parallel timelines like, yeah because this is coming off of what is a a very busy bloated week for wcw because yeah. they ran hog wild on the saturday uh-huh. they ran nitro on monday and now it's thursday and they're running clash of the champions yes three lives in a row obviously aew just recently they ran all in all out all yeah. shaking all about and then four dynamites in between and they had punk go in the middle of it. And in all, <laughs> in all that they lost their their dead top star in oh, CM Tom, you've got a lot of people's jimmies oh. right now by saying that. They didn't lose him. He left because he, he was going to off. WWE. Well, Nick Khan didn't say no when they asked well, him about you, it.
1: Even if you got him in for three months, you're talking 20, 30 million in t-shirt sales. Mm. Like, even if he shits the bed again or even if you fall out or he, whatever happens, you, you, it's, it's guaranteed. Like, let him do the X-Pack. Just give him a mic and say, go run Tony Khan down for half a minute. Just go do it. Give him three months. Rumble to Mania. Yeah. Enter the Rumble, slag off Tony Khan. Beats Roman, fucks off with the belt, and then doesn't come back. <laughs> Just doesn't come back. And then he turns around. Ruins the and the big Sprayed through the middle of the... <laughs> <laughs> Do it, you cowards! Those are actual jewels. It's not a fucking... It's not a house show belt. It's a telly belt. Give it back. I wonder what he'd have to say Whoops. about the Velcro. Oh, oh, I hate the Velcro. Give him give him Owens. That was the talk we'd
2: heard. It's more the fact that you have these... It's been on two occasions where you've had these really impactful moments yes. in a WWE ring. And Roman's gone, okay, let's go. And you just hear...
1: <laughs> you hear the it. Velcro I fucking hate go. It, it? The, belts, the belts are annoying. The belt buttons are annoying. They're, they're very hard to clip in, especially with a new belt. And the amount of times you're changing out the leather on stuff... It's very tough. You've got to literally sit there breaking in the belt just so you can button it. But like, I know that it's quicker just to take it on. But it is that that kind of... It's like I imagine it's the same feeling when like you go out on a date with somebody uh, and they proceed to pull out their wallet and then they, they don't have like a wallet wallet. They have a Velcro wallet. <laughs> it's kind of like, a, oh, really? Like oh. nothing against Velcro wallets. It's just, Everything you know, against it kind of... It kind of, it, it comes with... Um, with a lot of stigma, I guess. They look like
2: childish Velcro wallets. Attached to a
1: chain on the side of your Jinko jeans. <laughs> and you've got one of those like clippy metal, metal belt buckle things. Got, uh, like a cargo
2: material, like seatbelt belt. you got a Velcro wallet and you open it up as there's a little Velcro bit with the coins. Yeah. So you open it and you're just going through so the like, coins. <laughs> no, no dick for you that <laughs> night. No dick for you that night if you're going through your little Velcro wallet. <laughs>
1: No doubt. We've got Ray Ray
2: and Malenko. This should be a barn burner of a match. It was supposed to be Ray Ray and Psychosis. Uh, However, Psychosis has a dislocated elbow, so Dean has stepped into the breach. Big man Dean. Big man Dean. And it surely should boom a fine one. Just a
1: release suplex to start things off and then a knee to the lumbar. Lovely stuff, Dean.
2: Uh, Sad to report that we have already missed Dick and Mike Anus. We missed Dick and Anus. Dick and Anus were in the pre-show dark match. Uh, How are
1: we going (laughs) to... What? You don't put Dick and Anus on the special.
2: Why would you not put Dick and Anus together? dick and anus belong together
1: <laughs> i feel like we need to also say uh just a massive out of, out of we're not going to call him jim duggaroni pizza but get well soon jim duggan god damn yeah like uh, just out of nowhere seemed to be hospitalized and, and is now stable has left hospital yeah um obviously no stranger to, to having medical issues as of late which is sad to hear uh but jim duggan man like you just get well I need Jim Duggan back. Well,
2: he's the, the just before he fell ill, they announced uh, on ad free shows yeah. uh, the, the first episode of the Duggan Hour. Oh, yes. We've got a Duggan podcast. Jim Duggaroni Pizza. And I hope I will email him and <laughs> just so Comrade can go. Uh, we've had a message from Tom and Sam from Coldaholic uh, <laughs> and they want to know about this uh, Italian Duggaroni pizza gimmick <laughs> that you had.
1: What? I don't remember it either, Jim. I still, did you watch Dark Side of the Ring season four? Is that the one about uh, Jim Duggan have Ready you pizza? Watched, have you watched the Doink the Clown episode? It's like, no. So Doink and Jim Duggan have a, like a long-standing rivalry that Jim Duggan just wasn't really aware about, but like aware of. But but Doink fucking hated Jim. Duggan. <laughs> he like blamed him for. I think he blamed him for getting him like fired at some point uh, early in his career. Um, and essentially, it cuts to Mick Foley, and it's like when it's Jim Duggan. It's like Jim Duggan's hardly you know, a contentious person in our industry. Everybody loves Jim Duggan. Yeah. (laughs) It it takes, it takes effort to have beef with Jim Duggan. And Duggan's like, yeah, so I see him at this indie show and he's wanting to hit me with a chair and do all this shit. And he's like, I, you know, I just want to say like, you know, there's like 35, 40 people. Let's go have a nice walk and talk, you know, just get me in a headlock, go around the side of the ring. And he's like, no. And then Doik like does this weird proto shoot on him before peeling out to a car that he had ready and waiting to go from the side door. So it's like like a really fucking weird situation, but it's just it's just Mick Foley's response to like, I don't understand how anybody can have a problem with Jim Duggan. He just seems like a lovely <laughs> he's just, man. He's like, he's like, everybody loves Jim Duggan. Yeah. We, we love Duggaroni Peter. We do. We very much
2: do. But I love the fact that I love the fact that <laughs> someone sort of had a secret feud with him. I had a DM a few months ago now, I think it was. Really weird. Yeah. I won't say who, and I've deleted it, it's sod it. And they said like oh, I have to apologise. Uh, we have been arch enemies for a long time now, and I've realised you're actually quite a nice guy. It's and amazing I to
1: like, be arch enemies with somebody you have no idea. I've never
2: met, are. never met them.
1: It's... At the but, end of the day, we're just twats on the internet that talk about wrestling. If yeah. you don't like what we say, don't don't listen, right? Like That's what you like, think. You know, like, I don't really like certain news channels, so I don't watch them. But I, I, I was like, oh, I said, I'm sorry, we've never spoke. I don't and, read certain
2: newspapers. And appara- apparently, up until <laughs> when they had the thumbs down thing removed from YouTube, yeah. basically, he said, every video you were in, I click thumbs down on it. It's, and that was the level of our arch rivalness, and I should have apparently known about that. But
1: I, I met somebody who... who tried to talk shit on you and I was, I just shot him down. And it was like, it was like, you don't know Tom. On oh, me? Yeah. And it, it was sort of like, it was like, I know that Tom's not like one of the, you know, the original, original core of it, but like Tom is, is a part of it. Every single person who works for this company is a part of it and yeah. is equal to, to everybody else in front of camera, right? What do they say? Like we're a team. But it was just like, oh, well, it's just, it just feels fake and it's just too positive. I was like, no, Tom's just genuinely one of the <laughs> nicest people you ever meet in your life. And it can catch you off guard initially if you're kind of a bitter person. Totally. But, like, the quicker you realise Tom's just a straight-up, like, normal person. But I, I kind of had to say to them, like, what the fuck? Uh, and then it was like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I guess. And, and, like, his opinions about this are good. And I was like, so why the fuck are you shit-talking? Like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, it's like, you know, the, you, what do you expect me to sit here and be like, oh, yeah. Like, he's my fucking mate. He's Bless one of it, my best mate. mates. Like,
2: <laughs> I appreciate that. But, uh, I appreciate from that perspective as well because... But, we're so angry as a society we're so
1: bitter as a society yeah as
2: well. and so when anyone comes in and kind of goes hey come on yeah it, it's 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 funny that when you're negative you're assumed to be real when mm. you're positive you're assumed to be fake yeah that's just oh nappa sponsored it is that a fire get alarm in, your, <laughs> it looked
1: like a fire alarm. Look north a, american penis association <laughs>
2: <laughs> brings you hog wild <laughs> <laughs> More the reason why dick and anus should have been on the show. Should have been the North
1: American Penis Association sponsoring it. $21.95. Twenty one ninety five. These how are how much is the jacket? Eighty nine ninety five plus nine ninety five shipping. In the fucking nineties, hundred dollars in ninety six. six. Got, got to pull out fucking my dad's copy of Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. He's got the merch fan club thing. because He got it through the fan club. He's got that in the fucking um, the sleeve still. Pull it out. You get a leather like a faux leather Iron Maiden jacket with a massive fucking painted up back with like Eddie fucking pulling all the strings and shit. Um... It was like 30 quid. <laughs> I, don't get, I know it's like 1982 uh, and this is like, you know, 14, 15 years later, but Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure a decent oh, Packard right, Bell yeah. PC was about
2: $200. Oh, yeah. So $100. Well, decent, but, you know. <laughs> well, decent, by, decent the time. by the time. You can run Adaboo on it. I could play in Carter.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh. Um, Matthew reminded me of a core memory, speaking of PCs. Do you remember when your PC would PC say... PC world. Where in the world. That isn't the core memory, but it's a good one. When your PC would say, it is now safe to turn off your computer. It's
1: now safe to turn off your computer in that orange font. Do you remember yeah. the, the random shit that would pop up saying, uh, this is illegal?
2: Yeah. Where it meant it's
1: illegal against the operating system's directive. Yeah. So like you've, you've done something here that I don't know how to process and it would say it's, a, it's like, this is an illegal action or whatever. My granddad didn't know much about computers and he shit himself. He thought it was genuinely like, it meant like, oh, fuck, police have been dispatched. <laughs> He's like, I was just trying to move this thing to there and, and it says it's illegal. <laughs> it's like Mr. No, Driver, come to the door. It's, it's just that it's like, the, it's talking in its own language. It doesn't mean illegal like that. It means like you've done something that it doesn't know what the fuck you want to do and it's <laughs> kind of gone, bump. <laughs> like, I don't know, error.
2: I remember Mike barreling downstairs at home saying, um, this is how old I am. Mike going,
1: we've got an Amiga. <laughs>
2: Play- Tom Pong! We can play um, that egg game you play in school on the acorn. He came down and said, Tom, w- 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 Newgrounds has been shut down. Oh, I said, why? Man. What happened? No but, no, but listen. You went, went, what do you mean? What happened? He went, it came up on the screen. They have they've performed an illegal operation. I was like, oh, no. That was the wording. You
1: performed
2: an illegal operation? Like, no, no, no. That They haven't. Just the browse. Load it again. Yeah. He literally sent the thing
1: pop up and went, oh, I better run down and tell Tom. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, fuck it. Newgrounds, man. Newgrounds ah. was the boy. Fat Pie as
2: well. It's still going. somewhat. His yeah. old
1: David Furth. Oh, David Furth's going strength. Strength. He's making two video games right now. He's so got a Jerry Jackson age. RPG on the way. Of course, yeah. He, he did a. He did a video about his forays into games over the years because he's made a lot of little flash games. Mm. Uh, but it's fascinating. It's the first video he's ever done where he kind of sits down and talks about his creative process in approaching the games he used to make uh, under the Poomsoft like uh, banner and everything. And I, I think I've watched it about 50 times because it's just fascinating hearing him talk about how he approached certain stuff and how he's kind of changed his viewpoint on X, Y, and Z. And it's not like overly technical, it's just really enjoyable. So you should check it out. Everybody should Ooh, check it nice. out. And tell him that the classic Nitro review said. Fucking <laughs> 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 love David Firth. Salad Fingers 13's on the way. Is it? Fa. As Ray is doing some exciting stuff, let's talk about Rusty Spoons. <laughs> <laughs> that See, was imagine great. that in 1996. That sort of shit, man. Just, oh, it's great.
2: It's, it's just class. Cute. Just, you know, pre salad fingers. Yeah. Great <laughs> <Ray
1: Mysterio. laughs> Windows NT days. Ooh. Oh, Jesus.
2: Ooh. Easy, lad. Easy, lad. Would this have been Windows NT then, 1996? No,
1: this would be Windows 95. Oh, of course it would, yeah. yeah. 95 was the clue was in the name. <laughs> <laughs> Not the adjective, 95. It's 95, 98, Millennium Edition. Or is it 90, 95 CE? Then you had Millennium Edition eventually. Millennium uh, Edition. And then it was XP, right? XP Vista 8, 10. 11. And I've still not upgraded to 11. Fuck 11. All my home is ten And
2: what are we on now? That's 11. This is 11.
1: Oh, no, that's 10. That's 10. We're still gravy. Oh. <laughs>
2: See, I've, I've, I remember how important those things used to be to pay attention to, and I don't yeah. know if they are anymore. Yeah. It's just the... All I know about Microsoft is the guilt I feel whenever Microsoft Edge pops up, which I've talked about a few times <laughs> on this podcast. Do you want to make me the uh, the main one? I'm like, no, I don't.
1: No, you, oh. can, you can quietly go there, and then I'm going to go to the BIOS, and I'm just going to delete <laughs> you and all of the other bloatware I've, I can't I, uninstall uh, for some reason.
2: I've loaded up the, the settings page, so you can just set me... You have to just click yeah. that, and I'll <laughs> be your default browser. It's like, uh, No, it's okay. I've done it for you. Just, just tap that. Yeah, just no, tap it.
1: We can optimize everything. We've got all your favorite websites. Yeah, so got, I'll tell We've what, got I'll... all these data points on you. That you didn't know about? I've got a little truck. We're keeping him in a big file, move, file back in, all... in San Francisco <laughs> for you. We know what you like. We know where you frequent. We know all it's the all sites you, you go to when you're in incognito mode, lads. <laughs> oh, I don't know how that doesn't fuck his knee completely every time.
2: Well, he will retire at a young age, comparatively.
1: Like... Oh! oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. over. Oh, oh, come you come fucked on. up. You've got an absolute mayor there. Absolute fuck up. No, no, no. Rest ruined him. Out. That's it. it. Call it. Nope.
2: Get Dude. the belt off his fucking
1: waist. Who do you think you are? James Bond? <laughs> Give it a couple of years. Oh, the match is going to contine way. There you go. <laughs> Did you say the match is going to contine way? Contine <laughs> way. The match is going to contine way. The match
2: will contine way. And he's done it. Well done, Ray. Shockingly uh, cheeky victory
1: for Ray Mysterious. I like how Ray's nose just pops out like a little button in these masks. <laughs> it's just always just kind of like this tiny little button. Oh. Oh. Banger of an opener.
2: Oh, yeah. What did Dave Meltzer give it on the old star rating? I'm going to say four.
1: Three and three quarters. Dave, stingy Ooh. bastard. Ooh. It's, it's all right, but if he'd added a Torneo into it, it would have been a four and
2: a half. <laughs> have you seen Jack Atkins speaking to I Dave have. Meltzer? It's
1: absolutely fantastic. What a joy. I uh, feel like a proud dad. I I'd like that he got to kind of ask him about the, the star ratings and the importance that people put on them because I... I kind of I've always had the same view as Alvarez does when Alvarez kind of mentions it. Watch the whole thing. because It's amazing. But Alvarez kind of says, well, you know, it's one man's opinion. Right. But you kind of work out where you are on that level. So like if you know that Dave's four is something you really enjoy, then you watch a four. And if you know that it's a 0.4 or like, sorry, a, a minus four or like a dud, you've got to watch it but mm. it's like you know the ones and twos you can kind of go in threes maybe you can kind of take or leave but like you work out your own standing in line with Meltzer's opinion and that's how it works but people put too much stock into the fact that oh it's six you can't do six and it's like well you can do whatever the fuck he wants he can give a match a hundred if he wants it's, like, <laughs> it's his own rule
2: <laughs> it's literally just, everybody puts so
1: much emphasis on it it's like you imagine if wrestling had like the Oscars every year for Dead every promotion time. for every promotion there was just one big Oscars for wrestling like I know there Aww. is kinda with PWI and everything, but a big televised event, right? It'd be that kinda like like well that should have won. This should have won. How how dare you? Like, it just feels like that. It's we very had odd. The slammies. <laughs> I meant an independent the the Academy of Wrestling.
2: The Observer Awards.
1: Oh, has Glacier got is he is he is he still knocked
2: down to just coming soon? I think it just says Glacier now. I guess this is all Glacier is I just think I the last little... one was coming soon. I don't, think that, I don't think the last one was anything. Oh. There's
1: nothing now. Oh, wow. Not even coming at WWF. He's missed his bus. <laughs> yeah. Glacier is coming. <laughs> Everyone.
2: <laughs> he's, he's climbing up there with the Veer Mahan thermometer. Mm-hmm. for a time coming. I must observe this because it's driving me wild. The Clash of the Champions logo, yeah. right? Does it not look like the WWF Scratch logo? Yeah. But it's two years before the Scratch logo.
1: Yeah. Um, conspiracy! Conspiracy? wire. Uh, do you know, the, well? it's not really a surprise what it is, but uh, Pritchard said it on a recent thing, and I was like, oh, it's cool to have confirmation about what it is. Do you know the red line underneath? Mm-hmm. So it's the scratch logo. It's not scratch. Well, it's scratched in, obviously, but the thing underneath is a scar. That's what it's supposed to be. The, the red line is supposed to signify a scar. Because oh. he was talking about the change to the Attitude Era logos and everything. And it's like, I think, because... I think uh, it's, there's an event where it doesn't have the underline. It's just the scratch, like the white scratch WWF. Uh, there he is! Don Don get well soon, Don Don Rody! Rody! Uh, <laughs> But he said, when you add the line, he said wow. the line. it's not like an underline. It's not like, it's supposed to be like a, an actual scar. That was the meaning behind the Right, okay. Yeah. So like a scar to symbolize, like a cut. Yeah.
2: Gore. To from blading. Yeah, from blading. Did you see
1: did you see who were some of the first people to, to kind of check up on on Mr. Mr. Pizza in the hospital? I didn't. Uh, it was Jake and Cheryl. Ah. Oh. Who I recently found out are back together. Which just Yay. it's like, yeah, you know, Cheryl Roberts, Rick Rude, fucking yes. Oh, I'm glad they're back together. Yeah, 24 years apart.
2: And they just couldn't stop loving each other. Yeah,
1: and they get back together.
2: Uh oh, they were bored. Mainly, yeah. it could stop loving each other, I'm going to say. <laughs> so we'll we're... do one more run to
1: the top. Come on, Cheryl, <laughs> let's go. We'll get that Austin Theory kid. He's going to spray paint your face on his tights.
2: <laughs> I'm going to DDT him. <laughs> spray paint your face on a t-shirt like Marge Simpson's face that time <laughs> in Simpsons. <laughs> oh, yeah. But she's
1: got that shirt somewhere.
2: <laughs> Jim Duggaroni Pizza and VK Wall Street. It is Duggan versus IRS. It is a golden era classic <laughs> that we're getting in front of our very eyes
1: I you know I I don't know what it is like Duggan there's some terrible storylines coming in the next couple of years for Duggan but one <laughs> of the worst is actually one of my favourites in, in WCW's sort of 90s history and it's the one in which he wins the television title by default oh because he finds it in a bin because they've made him. they've made him the janitor they've basically gone like you don't deserve to wrestle anymore so he becomes the janitor of the company <laughs> And then he finds the title, and he's like, I'm the TV champion now. Love and that. It's, I fuck, it's sort of like, it's up there with, like, Moppy for me. It's one of those storylines where it's just, like, fucking, It's there's no way it should be as good as it is, but I fucking love it.
2: I like it. It's unconventional. Yeah. It's sports entertainmenty. It's Russo run wild, I believe. But, you know, <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I, I like I like a title reign that happens when someone just finds a belt. Yeah, <laughs> I think Midian was the European <laughs> champion for that reason. He just found the European you couldn't title. couldn't point
1: a Europe on the map on the belt. <laughs> and it was in the middle.
2: I, I reckon if anybody will do a storyline where they just win a belt after finding it in a bin, it'll probably be AEW. You've seen
1: Midian's like an upmarket chef now what yeah Midian's like he runs like a, I think it's a string of restaurants or at least really? one, one restaurant but he's like I saw some pictures of him and he's just like proper doing all the finishing touches on this fancy as fuck looking dish <sighs> wow uh, and he's he's just like he just looks like your dad's mate now like he's got shaved down hair and he's still covered in tattoos but it's Midian he's like a fucking amazing chef can you, you send I's, that to me we'll get him on Desert Island Grounds I absolutely loved it like I couldn't believe it but I, he's Another fascinating figure, a lot of the the ancillary characters of the 90s are like the people I'm most interested in. Like, I was always interested in um, Ralphus and things like that. Like, it's just sort of like, what, like, how did you get into it? Like, what did you do afterwards? And, like, especially with Midian, when you find out where it's like, oh, yeah, they're just, they've got this whole other life going on (laughs) now. And it's like, holy shit, like, fair play.
2: Maybe this is a new Sam Driver series.
1: (laughs) <laughs> where you just where you we've speak- already got what happened to that wrestler <laughs> but you but you
2: do like you do it you call it seriously what happened to that wrestler just call it anything but wrestling where we just talk about everything yeah. but their career I like the idea of you interviewing these ancillary characters like yeah. Ralphus and Midian and, yeah and, just, and, and the war brother yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be great I like the idea of doing that
1: yeah let's get that going
2: there you go. We, we, need better, we, need name, <laughs> we need a name for it. We need a better name for it than Sam's ancillary characters. Yeah. That's the, that's the general consensus. We call it
1: Sam Driver side quests. I always wanted to do uh, a War Stories breakdown called After the War, where it looked at everything in more detail. Ooh. That was one thing I wanted to do, but... It just never came to fruition. Oh. And now War Stories has been mothballed for the big long boys. So it's kinda, you know, we'll get back to it eventually, I imagine. But the, the long boys are kind of, yeah. I mean, I've been working on a long boy for a long time now. Mm-hmm. So That is the name, by the way, for the extended
2: documentaries that work on The, the long cult. boys. The long boys. <laughs> cult Alec Long Boys presents... <laughs> Basically, what we've discovered about uh, the world of, of internet consumption now is people either like very short boys or very long boys.
1: Yeah, I, I not find much that, in the I find that I tend to only watch stuff on YouTube over forty minutes long now. Mm. Like that's the way that when I get home, like, I think it's just a, a product of my viewing. Oh, oh, reps go over the tape. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh god no! Oh! No! Oh! oh, oh what? what a win for VK Wall Street. Duggan never loses. The, well, there's been a lot of discourse about is the tape a foreign object. Because he's not wearing it to start with. He's not wearing it to start with, but also other wrestlers wear tape, right? So is it, can it be considered a foreign object? Because he's only using it to tape his fist. It's not like he's bonking them with the the hard roll (laughs) of the tape.
2: I love how Duggan never cleanly loses. No,
1: no, he's America. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) It stinks! It stinks!
2: (laughs) Uh, What did Dave Meltzer give that, by the way? I imagine like a one.
1: (laughs) A dud. A dud. Oh, man. Jim (laughs)
2: Dudden. Who was I speaking to recently that um, relished the fact that all... Ah, uh, it was Grado. It was, I was shouting to Grado. Yeah. He relishes the fact that all the matches that he's had that has rated have been dud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds to You would, though. Like, it, it's sort of... Because, again, it's just one bloke's opinion, right? It's like, if he doesn't get it, but then you've got a room full of fucking people screaming or a stadium yeah. full of people <laughs> screaming at you. It's... It's proof, right? Like, it's only one guy's opinion. Duggan did Don't well. put so much weight in the, the value of it. It's a good thing to look at just as a, okay, you know where it is on his scale, but that's about it.
2: Mm. Yeah, let, the, let, the, let the proof be in the pudding.
1: We're Hulk Hogan's friends, and we're going to win some matches, and nobody's going to fire us, because if they do, Terry won't be happy. <laughs> Pity City is near Hoganville. The, I, the one thing I fucking... I loved the Nasty Boys as a kid. The older I got, the more I read about them, the more it was a bit like, eh, but I fucking love their shirts. Yeah. The Nasty Boy merch was always, always. I've still got a Nasty Boy shirt at home somewhere. It's all like that. It's just completely streaked with colour. I fucking love their merch. It fills me with so much
2: hope that some of the greatest wrestling stars of our times were never great wrestlers. I reckon I could rock a mullet. You'd be good with a mullet. Yeah. When we launch our 90s wrestling promotion, I expect you in a mullet with a Nasty Boy shirt.
1: (laughs) It's <laughs> never going to happen, Tom. People Why? are interested in it, but it's just... You're talking like 20 grand, and that's without even getting a big that's name right. in. Per show, for like ridiculous bollocks that you're going to tape on tape, and then release on tape. <laughs> Who's got a tape player? <laughs> all around the back of my fucking house, we're going to watch <laughs> it on a big screen. Like... <laughs>
2: Sound driver Tom Campbell's uh, (laughs) 90s wrestling promotion faces bankruptcy after (laughs) realising... After one week of pre-production. We we really (laughs) didn't consider that no one has a video player anymore.
1: No, I'd I'd, I'd composite it to tape probably, but it's like you'd composite it through tape or record it to tape and then digitally cut it. Have you seen
2: the guy who takes all the AEW shows and puts them on tape? Yes,
1: yes, yes. Isn't it lovely? I had that idea for ages, but I was like... God, like, how good would it look to put this stuff through? And then you see it, and it's just like, fuck, man. Like, that, I was like, is that what's missing? Is that what's missing from modern wrestling? Is that kind of blurry, blown out? Like, there's just some quality to this, to, like, beta tape. Like, it's fucking beautiful. And thank God that account exists, because I I was just looking at it like, this is is everything. This is what I'm going to do with every show I like now, is I'm just going to tape it. I'm going to run it back down through tape. What was it you were telling me before you went away? Your plan was to put a movie onto. Oh, yeah. So I was downgrading like 4K copies of films through uh, quality. And then I was running it through a compositor so that I could get VHS like tracking. Like, so I've got like four hours of just a blank VHS tape that's like battered. So it's all kind of like clicky and staticky. And uh, you take all the footage, you run it through that frame by frame you match the frame rate and everything and then I'm going to take it all the way down into like MP2 format and put it on an iPod brilliant (laughs) so you got like Avatar in like 1991 quality like yeah
2: there's something very pleasing about watching stuff in that quality Alex doesn't quite get it but I find it a comfort
1: like when I when I eventually have the money to have a house I want a big room in the house where I've got a fat back telly and it's going to just be the 90s in there. The 90s room? It's, yeah, it's just going to be the 90s. It's just all like 90s furniture. It's all going to be the fucking 90s. Like, that's, I'm even going to get a fat back PC that can run Doom. Like, there's one sit at my dad's house that can run Doom. I'll just fucking take that. But,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea like a of a 90s fat room. Cream,
1: compact, monster. The case weighs like a ton. Oh.
2: Would you put like. Um, that wallpaper that your nan has—that's raised up swirls.
1: Oh, like art yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
2: You might all go for something slightly more. A
1: fridge with some ninety snacks in it.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's great. That is. Yeah.
1: We got Conan versus see, the I wanna, Ultimate
2: Dragon. I want to do that. So, um, are you? Are, you know. Work-based admin side. are you coming along to the thing on Friday? Uh, yes. Okay, if you can convince Alex when you see her that this is a thing that needs to happen, I'd appreciate
1: it. I'll just keep shouting it. Just shout it across the room from her. I'll tell her I'll cry, and I'll cry on everybody. I'll get mm. snotty cry-y. God knows I can do it. She'll be joining us in the evening, so I need you to shout that. Right, well, I'll be, <laughs> nice, and, I'll be nice and drunk by then, so I'll, I'll just go up to her and be like, "Hood." Hey, you're gonna let Tom in this fucking night. Give Tom a night's room. You bastard. <laughs> and just snot fucking everywhere, like really getting caught up in the mustache. I'll not trim it either, so it's all bushy and minging. Uh. Oh. Um, I'll wash, I'll just stink as well. So she's trying to hand me change, and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm planning uh, arcade units for the wedding. Ooh.
2: That's, I, was, I was pricing it up, and whilst, I mean, I, I was gonna say it's in budget. None of this fucking wedding's in budget. <laughs> well, i <I've> got...
1: <laughs> but it's in the outer budget. <laughs> if you can't get loads of arcade units, I've got a fair few Raspberry Pis that are loaded up with classic fucking consoles. That's stuff. good to those. know. You just need screens.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had a company based in Yorkshire screens that delivers, unit. like, the arcade units yeah. and then
1: takes them away again. It's one thing I've always wanted to do is build an arcade unit, but I... I, Because my uncle's done it, and, like, he knows how to do all the wiring to get, like, light-up buttons and everything, but it's, like, until I have a house... I've already got a pachinko machine that I can't really do anything with because, you know, the neighbours will think guns are going off because uh, it's just <laughs> the entire time you're fucking using it. But like, yeah, like, it, it's something I've always had a fascination with is building a big arcade unit. I want one of the tables. I want one of the glass tables. Mm. I'd like to build one of those from scratch. Just, oh, ooh.
2: that's a lovely idea. Right. I like that a lot.
1: Beer number two. Oh, I might join you. Thank you for getting the beer. So, yeah, so I'm... Um, Pricing them up, yeah. Is it uh, multi-game cabinets or is it?
2: Well, I was looking at getting maybe four time crises that have like a bunch of games. I don't think it's anything. To... I think it's gonna be like retro stuff like yeah. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, etc. Yeah. Which I think is quite nice.
1: Well, I'm I looking love... forward to meeting your family. Oh, I'm so excited to meet your family.
2: I'm sad that you missed them at the engagement. I know. Day. I know. They're a good bunch. Looking so good. And I missed them. They've done all right with me. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking your dad's hand, across. so you're the man that raised Tom. Tramble. You're the man, it's your fault, <laughs> it. you're the one to blame. Now they're, they're all right. <laughs> I always, I, it's always weird watching Alex's dad and my dad interact. Yeah, they get on, but it's just it's, just, it's a bit like a weird crossover episode yeah. of your favorite show, and you go, Oh, yeah, they're, they're in the same universe now. That's strange. <laughs> but then, my um, my, my, my dad's uh, a bit of a wind-up merchant. Yeah. And so... Whoa, oh, Conan! Bloody hell!
1: He was pulling the tights, I believe. Oh,
2: yeah, he's a baddie now, isn't he?
1: Hey, he's not a baddie. Oh, that's... He's not a baddie! Boot no, over, he loves WCW. And... What do you want about questioning love, his morals? I love WCW so much, I'm going to start... <laughs> I'm going to seal. I love WCW so much, I'm going to do petty Maybe crime. he just remembers storyline, because Sonny Ono technically was brought in by Bobby Heenan to kind of fuck with WCW, remember? That's so weird, because, like, yeah, he yeah. was... Pulls him down. And tights. Still got the tights. Showing his ultimate dragon bomb to the ultimate audience in the ultimate venue. That
2: was such a weird bit there because Kodan boots him in the face, and then Alma gets back up and goes, "What the fuck? What were you doing?" And they just sort of stood there, <laughs> looking annoyed at each other. That's a really <laughs> fucking stupid finish. Uh, what did uh, Meltzer give it?
1: Star and a half.
2: One and a quarter. One and a quarter. Getting closer. Getting <laughs> closer. Meltzer with the ultimate. With the ultimate. Uh, the ultimate teardown. We should
1: just change the stars to noises. <laughs> like, like Dud is just. Oh, <laughs> hey! I love me some awkward wrestler on a laptop.
2: Ice train on a laptop, looking at Paul. Oh no! no! It's Scott
1: Norton. Get it's, out of there, Ice Train. It's my turn on ski free. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you get to talk to the fans? You're injured. I'm Scott Norton. <laughs> it's my turn. Imagine, I want to look up something. On just to you and you asked a question, you're like, oh, that was a bit of a stupid question. I shouldn't have asked Ice Train that. It's like typing, typing, typing. Ice Train has stopped typing. You'd be like, <laughs> oh no. And then he just walked off. Doesn't even answer you. Comp you serve. Oh, you'd be gutted. I would love to be WCW champion. Ow, 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 ow,
2: ow, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> or, I, I want to, know, to I know who la, la, la. was really
1: running the chats because there's no fucking way it was actually wrestlers. It would
2: be um, what was his name? It'd be named um.
1: It's Meng.
2: What's his name? Bill.
1: Bill Apter. Not Bill <laughs> Apter. <laughs> With his massive hand
2: Who's the guy that was also one of the founders of TNA?
1: Bill Alfonso. Hang on. Hang on. Billy Bootlegger. I'm gonna have to Google. Billy Bootlegger. He would be a little Billy Bootleggers down the hill. It's all right. I was, I Bob was, Ryder. Oh, Bob Ryder, yeah. Bob Ryder. Big Bobby Rides. Yeah, Bobby Ryder Bobby was Rides. an early
2: adopter of like online chat and stuff yeah. like that. So it probably would have been Bob Ryder. It's Bob Ryder getting amongst it with that. Oh.
1: Oh. It's match show time. Or is it? Well, that big well, pink well, anus well, opens. Well, and well. out comes the Patriot Missile. Whee. <laughs> Where, where, where? <laughs> or is it? Where's, where's he at? The pink anus is, is doing its goatsy. Goaty <laughs> is happening. Where is the macho man? That's a very confused fan. Oh, no. What have the Dungeon of Doom done? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be them. There's nobody else that could be fucking with it. After all, this is WCW Clash of the Champions, not NWO Clash of the Champions. <laughs> Pourquoi? Oh, is that Nick Patrick? Something fucky's going uh, on. Oh, he got Mean Gene. Macho Man Gene. It's Mean Gene versus Meng. Let's go. Come on, Gene. <laughs> Gene, 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 Gene. Now, Meng, get me out of this headlock. I just want to chat. (laughs) (laughs) Whipping his arms off like a wookie.
2: Gene (laughs) to (laughs) Meng or to to Gene.
1: Call the hotline and I'll tell you exactly what happened, Nick. (laughs) He's like, tell everybody in the audience to call the hotline. I've got a hot update on Macho Man Randy Savage. So, tell Patrick just wanking off the air there a bit. Tell like, Penza. Give me a mic. Give me a fucking mic. <laughs> it's
2: like it's like Gene and Penza have fallen out. Was oh, that Penza? I thought it was Patrick. No, Patrick in the ring. Penza on the outside. Oh, I was going to say. So Savage. Okay.
1: Moon. So here's here's
2: Dave makes a really good point about this. Right. So Savage isn't here because he was injured by Hogan on Nitro,
1: right? Yeah, so he was attacked
2: by a chair. Uh,
1: Mid match, and then Hogan sneaks out. In fairness, Randy was about to uh, brain was at the giant.
0: Mm-hmm. He was gonna like
1: brain the giant on the concrete with a massive like DDT or something. Hogan sneaks out and just goes bloke on the back with the chair. The only chair shot Hogan ever laid in, in his life. <laughs> uh, just right on Randy. Here we go. Oh, it was Flair. That was it. It wasn't Giant. And then boom, down he goes.
2: Now here's the thing. Savage was not announced for Clash of the Champions. Yeah. He wasn't announced to be facing Meng. There was no
1: hype, no promo. Well, that's fine then, right? If, so, you, if you announce him and pull this shit, then it's bad. But if you yeah. kind of, if he's like a cheeky bonus, if everybody goes, oh shit, Macho Man, see the mm. huge pop, and then
2: confusion. But then is there something to be said for the fact that you've just, you've told people, oh, is here? No, he's not really. But they've not promoted him. They haven't promoted him. So but- you're not. So you're only really upsetting people for a minute rather than upsetting people for a week. Exactly. You could just not upset people at all. Cards subject to change, brother. brother. <laughs> you could just not upset people at all.
1: Oh, look oh at- here we go. It's Kevin Sullivan in the same clothes he wrestled in the other day. He's in his day off clothes
2: now. There were his wrestling clothes last week. They were, you're right. <laughs> Barbarian.
1: Why did Bill Demott have to be such a cunt? <laughs> Shame, it? I fucking love, like, I love his WCW run. Did <laughs> yeah, i tell you i found a classic uh, dungeon of doom shirt and i think i'm gonna buy it amazing i'm also buying a kevin sullivan shirt <laughs> I, 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 the more i've done nitro podcast man the more appreciation i've i've gained for kevin sullivan this time just, i think he's a fantastic performer he does a podcast now he does tuesdays with the taskmaster yeah i've been trying to keep up with it Ad-free shows do so
2: So much. So much. Oh, my God. It encourages me. It inspires me just to seek out an old wrestling legend somewhere in a field and go, do you want a podcast? I can help you there. (laughs) Just see who's left. Put their hand up. I'm surprised
1: Kendo Nagasaki doesn't have a podcast by this point. He wrote his book. He wrote a book. So he's clearly
2: up for a chat.
1: Maybe. Call Kendo. Uh, you can call it Call Kendo. Call Kendo. But open like, do it as like a late night, night owl style <laughs> phoning. Yeah. Where you talk about anything but wrestling. Kendo, I saw a ghost last week near my house. <laughs> what would you do? Oh, here comes Dwayne Bruce. Oh, the leprechaun. <laughs> he's going to beat the shit out of Louis Theroux one
2: day, but today is not mm-hmm. that day. This week, the leprechaun has been receiving numerous complaints. And what this if, is true. What if
1: he's Hornswoggle's real dad? I mean, there is a... He looks kind of like Finley. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. So maybe there's a bit of confusion there. I think maybe he would have... Finley is the company at this time. This is around the time Hornswoggle will have been getting fathered. Definitely not. It would have been years beforehand. But, you know, we can pretend. So Mrs. Finley... Yeah.
2: Might have, you know... Maybe she lives under the ring. The true fit Finley. Might have maybe had
1: a little go with the leprechaun. (laughs) I... I fucking love fit finley (laughs) the more that i hear regal talk about like all of the 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 absolute brawls they had and the more i've sought out the more it's just like holy shit man as a kid baldacardo it's like as a kid i never really appreciated finley i remember my parents be like fuck is that fit finley and they were like oh you see we see fit finley wrestled in like a social club dude like and they were like talking about all this stuff and it was like sweet okay like cool but i never really appreciated the, the in-ring work as a kid right you never really look at that you're the bad guy boo uh so it's sort of like it, just going back and, and getting here and regal talk about so many of these like moments and then going back and watching them back it's been great
2: it's good fun i forgot to mention when we saw hugh morris there hugh morris yeah. was set to wrestle tonight but the match was pulled for time constraints oh no. it was gonna be hugh morris versus the debuting chris jericho have been a fucking nice
1: little match that I'm not gonna lie not happening that would have been a nice little match
2: that hoofed for Jim Duggaroni
1: pizza versus VK Wall Street In
2: fairness, which is gym, fine big
1: Jim's the veteran there big IRS is the veteran there <laughs> give them the time they give him three minutes and 48
2: seconds you're damn right that's more than that's more than I'd be able to do true story Baldacar and Medusa get
1: less now <laughs> Just a warning. What are you want about? No, they had a barn burner over a motorbike. They no, no, they get less time here. Yeah, no, but what are you want about? They're definitely going to go longer than they went over a motorbike. We've got to go at least twenty minutes. Shut up. Okay, well, I I may have written that down go wrong. Go on, Bull.
2: Straight in there. Go on, Bull. Golfing superstar Bull Nakano versus monster truck superstar Medusa. <laughs> we we discussed on the we just discussed on the classic Raw review. Yeah. The one we recorded oh. yesterday. You'll hear on Monday. <laughs> Uh, why missing a drop kick hurts
1: well it's gonna hurt because you extend your full body you've got nothing to push off and you just are now prone and then you land on your fucking hip as opposed to when you land it
2: and you do the same thing
1: yeah but you'd, you'd I guess you'd maybe have that person to kick you back and then you're able to turn slightly more to get the arm down. But if you just kind of miss it, you're kind of going to uh, go, and then you've got to kind of scramble for it. Photoshop
2: John Eilidh has the answer for us on the Classic Raw review on Monday.
1: <laughs> Hook it a tease, oh, brother. Oh, Paul with the fucking nunchucks. Oh! And she knows how to use them. Cheeky God nunchucks. Is
2: it you are? Michelangelo from the Turtles. From Tortoise That's Ninja. Bull, bull the car, no, man. She's so good.
1: But Medusa is better, hence the punches. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) The thing is, these two obviously just going out and showing what women could do at a time where women's wrestling really wasn't given this level of respect in American wrestling. Like, you've got WWF's division starting to bubble back up again right now-ish, or is it within the next year or so? Oh, You'll start to see Sable coming in in, like, what, ninety six Yeah, but there's still
2: no women's... There's still no real ...title until
1: 1998. And then WCW, you've got, like, obviously, Medusa went off to Japan for a long time, Uh came back, and now you've got just this fucking... just hard-hitting, like, let's show you what we can do. Mm. And until we get the Night Row Girls, which is regrettable, but, you know, it was a... Sign of the times, but we've we've still got the Nitro girls to look forward to, Tom. It's a shame that we're like, so. Like, hey, we're going to have a break. Look at the women dancing in the cages.
2: <laughs> it's is it sad that it's like it's 2023 and only really in the last couple of years have <laughs> we seen it about, where like, like isn't it sad we don't have Nitro girls anymore? I'm yeah. Is it sad <laughs> that we don't have Nitro girls anymore? What if I have a bra and panties matches, sir? I miss bra and panties
1: matches. I miss people fighting over a Playboy yeah. swimsuit edition appearance. Oh, Sonny! Oh no, Sonny's gone.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stroud had a banger on Tuesday, but it would have been better in a pool of gravy.
1: Fuck it now. It was some dark fucking time, dark times, especially when you look at Japanese women's wrestling. Have you watched the Sendai Girls documentary? Yes. It's fucking brutal. That's what like '94. Mmm. They kick fuck out of each other. There you go. And we're done. <laughs>
2: and they're out here. Well, we're getting through them tonight. God damn. I am mad. I, I am mad. There's a few episodes <laughs> of Nitro
1: that I wish were a bit this pacey. Well, this is kind of it, right? The the, the whole thing with Clash of the Champions, it's, it's like you're giving them a seasoning. You're giving them a taste. You're mm. giving them like, it's like, hey, we're doing a huge special. Oh. It's heavily promoted. As many eyes on it as possible. Get a nice big venue for it. Let's get some good matches on the go. But let's not really do anything mega conclusive. No. Let's just kind of give you a reason still to tune in. So it's they do these really well. These fast-paced matches are decided, yeah.
2: determined just to.
1: But again, it's Bischoff's uh, propensity, 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 propensity for propensity. Um, for like that kind of car crash TV style of like boom, 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 boom. Like just keep it coming, keep it coming, keep it coming. And there's always time to kind of slow down and gawk. You know, you have some slightly longer matches, but for the most part, it's like boom, 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 boom. And now we got Flair, Waman and the Lizzle. Woman, Woman and Gene, to... Gene flirting. Gene got his hand in his pocket. There you go, a bit of pocket billiards. Who wants for... a moustache ride? Right?
2: <laughs> Gene playing a bit of pocket billiards there, I see. <laughs> I see you, Gene.
1: There's Liz there who's trying to be a baddie. And Flair apparently has an itch in his arse. Is is, uh, is is woman's bow tie doing anything for you there, Tom? Oh, my God. <laughs> Love woman so much. Nancy, she's beautiful. Oh my,
2: I'd struggle if I were Gene. Just constantly getting groped. Look and... at him.
1: Look, he's just trying as hard as she's just there. Oh. There we go. My life will be complete. Flair's <laughs> just going to have to take a step back in a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Flair and Hogan are in the main event. You're damn right. You've got Mr. WCW. Even though he's a bad guy, he still cares about WCW, guys.
2: <laughs> Why is Gene shooing off woman? Gene's got that Vince McMahon tash going on there. <laughs> I
1: think it's fair I don't see point. no wedding ring
2: there, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Now? What? <laughs> Do you think that woman just decided is... <laughs> <laughs> Stop Swider. touching me,
1: Nancy. What are you doing, you weirdo, Gene? You let the nasty boys breathe all over He's you. live on cable. It's not pay-per-view, Tom. You can't Fuck. get away with half the stuff they get away with on pay-per-view. Oh. <laughs> Take a on off her up on her offer, Gene. Come on.
2: <laughs> she can't help. It's I so fun. I
1: can't fucking wait. For like three years time, when me and you have to do Ric Flair in the asylum. Oh god,
2: it's gonna be good. With David
1: Flair. Oh man,
2: I swear to God, I would, I would struggle if I were Gene, with, <laughs> with woman just putting around. I just, uh, there's something about her During this run.
1: Just want the big bodyguard ending where you carry. Oh, her
2: on. <laughs> she carry me. Jeez, there's that one week You're just that we like did.
1: Painting in
2: her arms. It's that one week that we did where she had the WWE
1: World Title around her waist. I yeah, was like, and you were. Oh, right, the shoulder. table just started lifting on Tom's side.
2: Because like, holy fuck, that really suits her. Yeah. Like that being a champion really suits
1: her. Like, will the match quality be great? I uh, know, but that looks good on her. <laughs> Christ. I still think there's something to be said for doing the whole. Um, she accidentally won the WCW title. Yeah, we talked about that. And Don't then worry. whoever loses on her behalf, she's like, well, it wasn't me. And so <laughs> it becomes this whole thing of how the fuck do you get the belt off her? And then you bring in somebody who can beat her in a match. Ah, Like you bring in like a, a like a dominant female performer. Brush your Dentine. Brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, super soakers. Wow. Oh, my god, yes. wow. God damn, it's very rare we get adverts left in. Weather is better. Hot pockets. Oh, oh my God. What's this? This, this is, is amazing. This is a dream summer. Fuck the Chicago Bears,
2: but lean pockets. Oh, they're a bit thinner, aren't they? Oh. Yeah. Go out go all day play with your these super soakers and come in and have a hot pocket. <laughs> it's a great summer, that is. And then brush your teeth with dentine. We got some D-dup. So, um, what did Dave give Medusa from Nakano?
1: It's gotta be ah, uh, it was so short. But I was like, in terms of the in-ring action, despite the shortness, I'd say at least a two.
2: Half a star.
1: Hey! Ah! <laughs> half. Jeez, fucking
2: man! Like... I know. I think that was the half. Ah! That was quarter of the half a star. It was
1: bullshit. But I, Dave
2: I says a waste of talent since it was so short. So Dave knows that they're capable it of it. It was lot. a
1: waste of talent. Let's agree on that.
2: Cigar chomping DDP is always a joy.
1: As he made his way down the ramp, I thought he was in quickie mark colors.
2: <laughs> I realised it's blue, not green. <laughs> quickie page. Hey. Who's I the page? am
1: the one and only. Who's this?
2: This is... Oh, of course. I know who this is. I've got the notes in front of it that tells me who it is. There oh, it's he is. Eduardo. Eduardo Guerrero. Getting a nice you bit of there. pyro. So far, whilst Eddie's pyro is excellent, Jim Duggan's had the best pyro. Duggaroni <laughs> Pizza's had the best pyro well, he's so far. got well.
1: He's got a whole brand. <laughs> he's got to look after <laughs> it. You know? he should
2: have in the Italian flag colours. <laughs> Just shot up green. I'll white get it Photoshop. We'll make it work. We'll make it happen. <laughs>
1: Jim pizza, doo-doo. If Hogan have pasta mania, there should have been Jim Duggaroni's pizza pizza mania. It should have been. The only thing that really stops it from happening is the
2: fact that Jim Duggaroni's pizza is somebody that we've invented. No. <laughs> no, I, I believe it's real. I think our listeners believe it's real as well. Mm. That's a very That was a very um, Timothy Spall response I gave you there. <laughs> I interviewed Timothy Spall the other year last year I think it was for BBC Radio Newcastle. It broke
1: my heart when you told me this.
2: It made me really sad. Timothy Spall who played uh, Barry in oh. Alvida Zaynpet, and I asked him so you know you're coming to the northeast uh, for for you know as part of this like how do you think Barry would feel about making a return to for Newcastle.
1: Who know it's one of the most iconic TV shows uh, in British history that's set in the northeast. I wouldn't say, yeah. you know, it's iconic for everybody. Well, it's set in like, Germany, but it features people from the but northeast. In, in turn, part of it, it across the seasons yeah, is set true. here. Uh, and a large percentage of the characters are from Newcastle, or Gateshead. Um, but they all kind of meet on a building site in Germany. And it's set during a time where there wasn't a lot of work for laborers in Britain. And so they had to go overseas for work. And... It, it kind of resonated with a lot of people because that was the reality for a lot of people. Mm. And Barry, of all the characters, he's from Dudley, isn't he? And was, he's, yeah. he's just... He's he's this kind of bumbling but lovable graduate who knows a lot about the world, but he doesn't really know... He doesn't really have any street smarts, and so they always constantly kind of rip on him a bit. But he is, he's, like, pure, and he's wholesome, and he's one of the best characters in the whole show. And then what, Tom? And he's played by... The actor Timothy Spall. So yeah, I interviewed you, him. I said, "You've seen Harry Potter, He's the Rat Man." Yes, that's yes. it.
2: Yeah. So I said, "How's you know how do Barry would feel about being on you being on BBC Radio Newcastle?" And he says, "Well, I wouldn't know because Barry's a fictional character."
1: <sighs> oh, Timothy! I want to be taken seriously. I Play was in a film. Play the fucking of, game, I was, mate. I was, I was in a film about a painter, and that makes me serious now. That's why he was there to plug the film about the painter.
2: <laughs> I just made me shut. sad. I was like, "Play a game." Just say West
1: Bromwich Building Society and fucking move on. That's it. It's. Play the game, mate. <laughs> Play the game. But yeah, watch our for own pet. Seasons one and two, maybe three. Uh, Four's a bit wild. I feel
2: like watching it. Joe Fakin died last week. He did. Who um, sang the theme tune, That's Living Alright. Living Alright.
1: He also wrote the opening theme. Breaking Away. Breaking Away. Uh, and he wrote Back With The Boys Again for season two, which is like one did, of my favorite.
2: He? Back With The Boys! again. Be- it be- be- be-
1: Do you like how, be- how it be- sounded, a little bit like, solo.
2: sounded a little bit like Run For Home?
1: Yeah. Which
2: I like, think was deliberate.
1: Joe Fagan, man, like just fucking straight up, that's living all right, but but the opening to Our Feed is aim Pets season one, where you see them all down and out, you see them at the dole office, you see one of them leaving prison with no options, you see like them all kind of struggling, and there's just my favorite shot of the whole thing is the first shot you see. It's Dennis gets his fucking, so Tim um, Tim Healy, Tim Healy uh, Matty Healy's dad from the 1975. It's true. Uh, Tim Healy is handed his his doll book back and it kind of pans up from the doll book to him just holding it with his little bit of money going kind of, you can't see this obviously if you're listening, but he's kind of like just giving this really shit smile. like.
2: Yeah. And that is
1: my display picture on everything like, for gaming. It's just it's him great. holding it going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a really, it's a really, like, it's like a thanks for nothing, like a yeah. sarcastic
1: smile. But it, it's just, I don't know, man, like, because the, the, the end of season one when there's this big kind of impassioned moment of like, well, we built this and we did this. And it's like, you fucking did. You fucking did. Yeah. You fucking did. Um, and just because there's no work at home doesn't mean you're fucking useless, like Thatcher says, the bitch. Uh, so, like, I don't know, like, it, it's it's especially with the working-class background of the northeast of England, it's just synonymous with mm. these parts. So watch it.
2: So the show would be, they obviously they were working over in Germany, sending money home, but keeping a bit back for themselves, oh, sitting so on yeah. little wacky adventures and stuff. Well, there's
1: the line in it, the in, in line in fucking That's Living Alright.
2: Working all day for a packet of pay and send a little back to the wife. <laughs> Then you kiss the dames, but you don't ask their names. That's living all right.
1: As Eddie Guerrero goes off the top for the splash. Yes.
2: One, two, Thank three. Thank you. He's won the Dynamite Diamond Ring. That is
1: living all right for That's Eddie Guerrero. That's living all right. Chin, chin, Eduardo.
2: <laughs> then you do the thing and win DDP's
1: ring. That's living all right. <laughs> I fuck it like, oh, man. I kind of want to start an <laughs> Alvida Zane podcast, but there's got to be Al-Fidazain thousands of them. Pod. There's, there's got to be thousands
2: of them. I wonder. I'm going to search Spotify. If not, then let's just do it. Why
1: has nobody done Alvida Zane pod? That's the question. They surely have. They surely have. Oh, DDP's not happy. He's choking out Eddie. Still, you keep a little here just to keep you in beer. That's living Keep right. a little here. <laughs> and fucking Bomber's in it. Fucking uh, bomber. Pat Roach. Pat for, Roach, former wrestler. Right, former wrestler. Like one of the hardest motherfuckers in, in British wrestling history. It just plays a bloke called Bomber, who's named after his Pat Bomber Roach persona. Uh just oh here comes Oh oh who's this, Tom? Oh it's Chavo
2: Soon to have a hobby horse. It's Chavo Guerrero Jr. Do you know what? I'm only seeing um, one podcast called Alfie Design again.
1: All right, we're doing Alfie pod, and it finished in 2021. Register it now. Alfie pod. pod. Alfie Dazein. Let, uh, let me get the controller for the for the people watching.
2: Hold on. Uh, oh, is the going on. It's, the gone it's just gone now. There we go. Alfie pet a pop up
1: podcast by Antique Dust. No, we need a, We need to do. We need to do it. And then we can do Spender afterwards, because Spender's us. Spender's... <laughs>
2: I fucking love Spender. Oh, Hogan's here! Holy All right, let's not talk about Jimmy fuck. Nail for now.
1: He is resting, Jimmy Nail. Dude. About me, dude.
2: <laughs> what did he say? You're a piece of shit, Hogan.
1: Which means there oh, oh. are no rules. <laughs> I like that he's evil, but he's still a Christian.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm an angry, evil man. You're all wrong, but, but Jesus. he's my crucifix. <laughs> Jesus is
1: still best. Big boy up top. <laughs> Big JC.
2: I think Hogan could have become the ultimate heel by having that cross. And if it's a little Jesus on the cross, he's looking... just draw a little moustache on him. Oh, yeah. Little Hogan bar handlebar stuff. He's looking extra hot doggy tonight. He is, isn't he? He's been He's been cooking. He is. He's he been, do hurt a proud. He's been working in the sun, drinking <laughs> schnapps, having fun. That's Hogan, alright? <laughs> you bury the boy. <laughs> he's been on the he's been on the building site with Bomber and...
1: <laughs> Brenda, man. I'm not a carpenter, man! As he just said... As he just said, he'd be the Babe Ruth. Hogan, you're already the fucking Babe Ruth of wrestling. Like, it's it's you, San Martino. It's kind of the lineage, mate. Like... <laughs> I mean, you can argue Morales for, for his widespread appeal, but it's literally San Martino, Morales, Hogan. You are the three Babe Ruths of wrestling. <laughs> Cena was then added to that. John
2: is the Babe Ruth, a modern Babe Ruth. And then Al Snow.
1: Oh, yeah. Al, you once said that a good match is one that draws money. <laughs> so, does that mean you've had no... By your <laughs> own logic, does it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel bad.
2: Oil, I feel bad. I like Al. <laughs> oh no. I feel bad. Baby, 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 baby,
1: baby. <laughs> Would Ric Flair not be a Babe Ruth of wrestling? Yeah. I, I guess I was thinking in the WWF sense ah, of the fair lineage. Fair
2: show, fair show.
1: Flair would be. Oh, get your hands off Gene! Only woman's allowed to touch Gene. <laughs> you ain't bad. <laughs>
2: My <laughs> own just cups his balls as he pulls him away. Oh. That'll be a dream. That'll oh. be hilarious. The crowd aren't digging NWO. Oh, NWO, no, am I right, kids? Yay! If you're watching with us, by the way, 58 minutes in, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, skyline shot, 58, 59, 59 minutes exactly.
1: Beautiful. <laughs> to this, to this oh, 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 is he coming soon yet? Let him out of his fucking dip, dip, ice dip, dip, castle, please. What if he never debuts? (laughs) Unfortunately, he does. I'm used to watching this on double speed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Glacier. Nope, not coming soon. Imagine if he rocked up in 95.
1: We'd have had Hogan Glacier at How do you had it, Honestly, if you had Glacier in 93, 94, I think he'd have been over. Because mm. Mortal Kombat was 92. If you were that quick to it, I think you'd be fucking on fire yeah. for a little bit. It wouldn't last. You'd have to humanize him eventually, and you'd have to kind of strip some of it back. But you could have got away with just the silent, kind of give him a manager, have him come in and fuck people up, like Sub-Zero or whatever, and then bring in another guy. You'd maybe get a year out of that. Here we go, Benoit. Benoit. Woman, Benoit. Annal-
2: Benoit. So this is Benoit, Benoit versus Liseley. the giant. As it's actually promised, David versus Goliath. It
1: is David versus...
2: Well, versus or David's
1: dad versus Goliath.
2: David's dad versus Goliath's son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like this one made a side that says Clash of the Champions, just in case you've forgotten which show you're at.
1: Yeah.
2: I appreciated the effort there. Lovely crowd for this show tonight, by the way. Uh, 8,304 fans, 5,931 paid.
1: And they, they won't even fucking run a show at the arena. Just run one at the arena, you <laughs> You get 11,000 people in there.
2: Well, Impact's doing the Walker Dome. That's we all did, right.
1: Well, we, we did the, we, you know, we did the, we did Insurrection 03. We did have Insurrection 03.
2: I loved watching that recently.
1: Live from the Teller West Arena.
2: Oh, man. Chris Jericho going, Bobby Robson shit. And everyone going, fuck
1: off, Jericho, man. you yeah, ever fucking our shit. Yeah. You got Newcastle United. Fuck off, man. If he said Sunderland, somebody just starts throwing actual glass bottles <laughs> at him. <It's> fucking, <laughs> you fucking what? Halfway over the barricade. Some pure, poor mm. woman just trying to hold him back in oh. a secure Core shirt. Like, no. <laughs>
2: If I was a wrestler and I had to do those because pro- like, then Steve Austin came out and did a promo about drinking all the pints. Yeah. I'd have I'd have learned at least one pub in the area. Imagine Austin coming out and going, last night I was in the strawberry. You
1: fuck the crowd would lose their fucking mind. But I remember there was once, I think I saw Machine Head supporting somebody and the lead singer of Machine Head was like, whoa, whoa big drop get from the giant. Fuck a doodle do. Not even have his jacket. Christ Chokes on a... Slam! Oh sense. fuck me, Benoit is up there.
2: Jesus.
1: Boom!
2: <laughs>
1: What's the point? Holy shit! <laughs> Who's Benoit pissed off? <laughs> Fucking hell. Fuck it out! it, get up there, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw like Machine head over for somebody, and he he was like, "Yeah, how about that Nuki Brown?" And the crowd just kind of were quiet. <laughs> and then some guy kind of, he kept saying it. So I was like, it's fucking Brown Ale. Nobody calls it Newey Brown Ale. <laughs> and he was like, he didn't realize. And he kind of got, uh, he realized he kind of offended a subsection of the audience. And then he insisted after every song just to be like, so I'm enjoying this Newcastle Brown Ale. <laughs> it was like, fucking right.
2: <laughs> as, as that Paul White match happened, I had a message from Aiden Gibbons. Uh, that said, Paul White has been
1: named in a PED scandal. An advert for the power plant. Yeah! Train with the best. Reach your potential. Train your body. body. Work on your moves. Motivate to you to be your best. Make new friends. (laughs) Get beaten up by Dwayne Bruce. Number one wrestling facility in the world. That's fucking class. Oh, look at that.
2: That's awesome. You know what? Somewhere, a lad called William is sat there going... That sounds good. Well, I can't play Hello. football anymore. I'm William Goldberg. Hello. I'm fucking ripped. I'm, I'm big bastard. Could you teach us how to spear what and nothing else? Well, no, he already knows
1: how to spear. It's like, what can you do? Uh, I can spear. All right, let's get a look at you. All right, just come in. You don't even <laughs> got a power <laughs> plant. <laughs> Job's yours. <laughs> right, I'm going to quickly run to the toilet. Oh, you do I'm that, like, hon. Let's see.
2: Oh, he's off, he's off, he's off. As Jimmy Hart sells his overpriced Hogwarts merch. Literally, so as... as uh, They've got to get rid of them, haven't they? They've got stock, so lower the price. <laughs> there is that. You should lower the price. So as, uh, as Sam Driver pops the loo, uh, literally as the Paul White match was wrapping up, um, I'm just sort of getting my head around it. Uh, ESPN reporting that uh, Paul White, among other talent, have been named in a fed in a scandal regarding a biogenesis clinic a decade ago the federal biogenesis investigation dubbed operation strikeout by u.s drug enforcement administration agents led to the conviction of clinic mastermind tony bosch self-described biochemist and seven associates for major league best baseball or rounders the scandal ensnared alex rodriguez nelson cruz and ryan braun you might remember this Uh, What's not been publicly known until now, found in more than 1,400 pages of unredacted federal investigative documents obtained by ESPN, are the names of other athletes and figures, from world champion boxers and wrestlers to fitness gurus, entertainers, and even law enforcement officials, who surfaced during the investigation of the largest doping operation in U.S. sport history. Among them is former WWE star Paul White as well as former boxing champion Shannon Briggs, and the most well-known trainer of prominent athletes in David Alexander. Right. Let's see, Tony No, no, no. So, basically, as that match was finishing up, this is what distracted me from the power plant advert, um, Paul White, as he was slaving Chris Benoit in our podcast, was named in a doping scandal.
1: What, Currently?
2: What? A doping scandal is so based... Now, I don't know how 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 up you are on your doping scandals. Uh, Operation Strikeout from 10 years ago. Right. Uh, we saw drug enforcement agents arrest Tony Bosch. Uh, who was a self-described biochemist, but basically he was selling dope. Uh, yeah. and, uh, Which, I
1: mean, they're all the best people about Yeah,
2: late eh? Baseball stars, Alex Rodriguez, Nelson Cruz, Ryan Braun were named in it. But then there's a 1,400-page unredacted document that ESPN have got that also names Paul White as somebody that was uh, privy and... Uh, Accepting of uh, said doping scandal. God damn. Mm. Well, it depends entirely what he was getting, I guess. Yeah, I, d- I don't know more about that, but ESPN are reporting on this as we speak. Wow. And I just found it funny as he was chokeslamming Benoit. And we were like, holy like,
1: shit, what a. What a. Oh,
2: how is he so strong?
1: Ding, ding. <laughs> ah. <that's> <laughs> <how>. <laughs> So we got Harlem oh, Heat and Shelly. We have ourselves Shelley, a triangle Sherry, match, <laughs> uh, but we don't have. Uh, so we got Harlem Heat and Sherry, but we don't have uh, the cool. Colonel Rob Parker. No, 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 no. Apparently, one of the biggest hogs in all of wrestling, <laughs> Colonel Rob Parker.
2: Really? Yeah. Massive peen. Apparently bigger yeah. than no, not bigger than two card Scorpio.
1: Like, oh, here he is. Here's big peen himself. No, 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 no. But yeah, I was listening to a U Shoot, and he was mentioned <laughs> as having a g- gargantuan hog.
2: Well, put it this way: he's only got one
1: leg. He just bends it over. <laughs> it, yeah. works well. it has a
2: kneecap, weirdly.
1: <laughs> he was born legless. We have to just make do.
2: <laughs> legless in Seattle. Tag titles on the line. It's Stang and Leg versus Harlem Heat versus the Steiners. Lovely stuff. Triangle Tag.
1: Scotty, get in
2: there. Our semi-main Give event him a of fucking the evening.
1: Mic. Uh, get him to do some maths, and you'd be you'd you'd be years ahead.
2: Semi-main event. Speaking of semi, there's
1: Rob Parker at ringside. And there's Rick Steiner staring at a semi. So that's why Sherry
2: wanted to marry him.
1: Oh, well, maybe. Big peen. To be honest, I don't Lean know. Lean into I, I it. Think, well, no. Not literally, you'll break your back. In in, in storyline, he's just minted, right? And so he can give you whatever your heart desires, I'd imagine, if he's minted. Do you know what? And if, so if, if, if he's like, hey, you know, like, I know you're not having a good time right now, but I can buy you a speedboat and, you know, a house in Cabo and we can just chill, you know, and I'm all I'm all right to be around. you got to put up with cigar smoke, but uh, whatever you want, yeah, you can have it. You can have whatever you need. Uh, but also we're gonna get married but then Medusa's gonna factor into it and then we're never gonna come back to this again also (laughs) Dick Slater's gonna be at the wedding Dick and Anus are gonna be in here Dick and Anus are gonna be there and she was like I'm not having Dick and Anus at the wedding they're talking about it now (laughs) I'm not having Dick and Anus out here and he's like I can't promise anything sweet cheeks judging by the
2: size of your peen I'm not having Dick and Anus (laughs) at the wedding in any capacity (laughs) (laughs)
1: there's enough dick there (laughs) it's a little slow burn gag that (laughs) there's (laughs) enough dick there (laughs) it's fizzing are you going to have Dick and to at your wedding? Uh, it depends. <laughs> it depends, uh. That was Dick and, not Dick in. <laughs> depends how the day goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like get money aside so I get travel plans and shit for your wedding because it's going to be on the arse end of the country, isn't it? No, it's, it's Yorkshire. In the arse end of the country, isn't it? <laughs> but we already live in the arse end of the country. We do. We live in the good arse end. <laughs> Awesome. It's like if you had uh, like the other cat dog because obviously they made cat dog right alone in the world. So, so there's got to be dog. there's got to be another cat dog that was the other parts of the cat and the dog that they put together. It's like we live at the best end of that. What do they do with the other half? That's a horrible thought. <laughs> well, how does cat dog shit?
2: Mm, that's a horrible thought. How does cat
1: dog shit? There's another cat dog which is just the... it's just two anuses attached to each other. Okay, that's horrible people like Assi uh, mcgee they should have done that that should have been instead of Assi mcgee they should have done the other cat dog that's fucking <laughs> that's fucking horrible oh i hate it uh, thanks i hate it
2: <laughs> that's horrible circles
1: and oh,
2: shit oh that's really made me uh, sad and sick <laughs> oh, cat Dog. fucking hell the Adventures of the do Other remember, Cat Dog. Do you remember Fat Dog Mendoza? I do remember
1: Fat I Dog. fucking love Fat Dog Mendoza. Is he though. involved? Well, probably. you got Cat Dog, you may as well have Fat Dog. Oh, fucking... Oh, hang on. And you got Angela Anaconda. Now... It was like the final throws of Cartoon Cartoons, which was the, a magnificent time. The more I think about it, mm.
2: the Cartoon Cartoons were a great throwback. Angela Anaconda was good fun.
1: Yeah. The more no, I, think I think about it... No, I hated it, Angela Anaconda. I fucking, the animation was really weird. No, I liked the style of the animation. Yeah. I really liked it it was a bit weird but I liked it
2: yeah the lyrics to the cat dog theme it's alright keep talking Lex is in it's fine. one fine day yeah, with a wolf and a purr
1: yeah hang on
2: I think I, I don't think it's as sinister as two no, no animals there's a, there's being a whole, stitched together there's a whole together. story
1: about how it was just born that way right yeah yeah no 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 that can't be the case
2: one fine day with a wolf and a purr a baby was caused and it caused a little stir so it suggests that a dog and a cat are fucked and this is well no the, it just said a baby was caused
1: Oh, so it could be a chimera of sorts, which is even worse if you consider it. You know, somebody in the lab's at which point they'll have definitely made the two anus one just to have a laugh at the other cat dog. You know, that'll be the one they keep in the office, and everybody's like, "Why is this one here? Why can't we keep the other one?" It's like because it's funny. This is just hilarious. how do you walk it? I don't know. It just shits everywhere. Two anus spins in a circle,
2: just running around.
1: One side wants to jump everywhere, and the other side just wants to kind of lie down.
2: (laughs) They can't (laughs) communicate. Oh my god. Oh, like a head
1: crab, for oh, really long. Fucking hell! <laughs> Two assholes. That's
2: really upset me. It's <laughs> really upset me. <laughs> the concept of the other cat dog has really upset me.
1: <laughs> oh, that was nice. I for can't
2: even me. concentrate on the rest of it anymore. I'm. <laughs> So upset. Well,
1: Rick's a dog. Imagine, imagine cutting Rick in half and having two sides of Rick's lower half just glued together.
2: That still shout at me, I think.
1: <laughs> it wouldn't smell very nice, uh, but it would shout It you. Stinks. <laughs> it's fucking stink.
2: Was Answer Anaconda cartoon
1: cartoon? I think it was the final throws. Because so, Cat Dog was a nicktoon. Your initial cartoon cartoons were Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Bravo, um, Cow and Chicken uh dexter's lab and i think there was a couple more i think johnny quest technically were they not earlier ones i think cartoon cartoons started off way earlier they started with what cartoon cow and chicken then got added to it to the lineup of cartoon cartoons because Mm. it, it became a time of the day where they would show the new stuff but then the very kind of end of that was the late 90s early 2000s it was like 2000 itself 2001 and that's when you had Angelo Alaconda, you had all that getting added to the lineup and then it just kinda died. But it it was sort of the the very end of it. But I liked it because it was just a time where it was like, let's give some new people a try. Yeah. And you started seeing weird, crazy shit like cow and chicken. Like right, which I just adored. It's great cow and chicken. It's I mean, fucking Iron Weasel. Just ah uh,
2: It was a little cartoon within the cartoon, wasn't yeah. it? Where you had uh, I R Baboon and Iron yeah. Weasel. I remember I. R. Baboon going on a mission to the sun and yeah. he was gonna go at night. <laughs> so he didn't get burnt. Love that Big shit. Big braid shit. Love that shit.
1: Dexter's Lab, I love. Dexter's Lab was fantastic. So good. You were just did it for Dexter's thick man though, weren't you? I might have been. <laughs> I know what you're like, Tom. I see how you get with woman and Jean.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, she was she she was she was all in the right places, wasn't she? Thick with two seas. Thick thighs and pretty eyes. <laughs> but also oblivious to the fact her son had a whole underground complex. Yeah, really unattentive mother. Yeah. And father. Well, the Their dad, electricity the bill, dad, bill was the doing a giveaway. The dad smoked
1: a corncob pipe. He was too busy. Yes, yeah, you true. Would <laughs> well, the lecky bill have not been a giveaway, though? No, he will have been running it all on nuclear power on his own <laughs> true. accord. Yeah, he had a whole, like, Megazord, remember? That's very True. Mandark was doing the same and his parents didn't know, so they must have had some way.
2: Mm. Their, their. Yeah, yeah, they would have had a way, wouldn't they?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> did it, was there ever an episode where he, I don't think they ever rumbled him, did they? they I'm surprised of...
1: there was never a Dexter's film. There kinda of was. Was there? Like a TV special. It was straight to T V movie. Yeah.
2: Where he has to get Dexters from the past and the present and the future right. to team up against the Mandocs
1: One of my favourite episodes is still Omulator from Marge. Oh, yes, so he um, he listens to a, a French tape. To learn French while he sleeps. But it loops. And all he can say is omelette fromage. Omelette fromage. Omelette fromage. <laughs>
2: that was a genuine fear of mine when I, when I watched that episode. That if I'd asleep listening to stuff, yeah. that, I, that if, it, if it got stuck, it'd be all I'd ever know.
1: There's a theory of drunk knowledge where you learn things when you're drunk and you can only retain it and mm. recall it once you're drunk. Oh, Which I imagine would be good for uh, quizzes. Is that why? Is that why? I've not pub... done a fucking quiz in ages. The can pub...
2: We were quiz suit. The pub. Go to a pub quiz. Yeah. But yeah. When did we last do a pub quiz? Remember hosting a pub quiz a while back.
1: Cut my house and host a pub quiz for us, Tom. <laughs>
2: I'll just come just round. <laughs> just, just, just for you, I'll host a
1: pub quiz. That'll be fine. If you ask questions, I know the answer to as well, so I can feel smart. <laughs> My dad and his mates legit got banned from three pub quizzes because they, they won like four or five times in a row. Really? They've had to start going further afield. So they start with all the local pubs and then they went to the next towns over. And they, they've had to start coming into Newcastle, which is like good 10 miles away for them to, to do quizzes. And they're still winning because they're just smart. Fuckers. They're just smart buggers. Just smart fuckers. <laughs> but it's an easy night of getting free free drink. If you mm. go to a quiz with them, they'll win. And it's just like, all right, sweet. There's your tab. Let's fucking go. I used to
2: go to, uh, and this is a lovely little loop back to what you talked about yeah. previously. I used to go to a pub quiz at the Talbot in Worcester right. with a few of my mates. On a Monday night, we were shit. Yeah. We always came bottom, but we loved it because it was good good, good banter. Yeah. Our team name was the Pat Roach Collective. Nice. <laughs> we were the Pat Roach Collective. We played Bomber and Aim Zane. The last
1: ones we used to do were, uh, I think Chili Arms did a good quiz. For a while, like we used to do that when we lived in Eaton. Nice. I think does a good pub quiz round here. Me and James were in the bodega before we went to see Trivium. Oh my god, metal! Uh, the other week, uh, and we just trying to have a quiet pint before the gig. And luckily, like my mate worked the gig, so he was like, "Oh, they're not on till whatever time." So I was like, "James, we've got an hour and a half. Let's get a bit pissed." So. We went and had a drink, and then halfway through drinking, they started a pub quiz, and we had to sit there kind of quietly being like, fuck. Mm. <laughs> In the middle of like, just drink, 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 drink. And then all of a sudden, like, all right, so if you want to all look at the uh, the answer sheet for the, uh, for the visual round. <laughs> <laughs> we just had to sit there like, oh, like muted fucking tones.
2: I remember nearly falling out with a barman, or oh, so the landlord at a pub quiz once. Oh, torture accent. Nice. Because the landlord used to host this pub quiz I used to go to on a Tuesday. It's after the Pat Roach collected many years later. Yeah. And I'm, actually, I actually say I used to go to, I went to it maybe once with my mum and dad. Yeah. And then a music round where I like, <sighs> guess the intro. And I was fucking, fucking nailed. Everything. The artist, I, I the was song. only ever
1: brought along for the film round.
2: Ah, that see, was, that's your yeah. specialist one. I was brought along for the music round. Every song I went, it's that, 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 it's that. It's that, it's that. The last song, right? yeah. The last one, the last one was Yazoo and Don't Go. Yeah, right. Knew it straight away. And he went, and the song is Don't Go, and it's by Annie Lennox. I went, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> picked to fight with him. Oh. Oh. Oh, Nick Patrick, oh, you bastard! Oh, no, the outsiders came. He's calling a DQ. They not even get fucking involved, Nick. Uh, what are
2: you doing, Nick? That's
1: it, Scotty. Put him through the fucking ring. Put him through Nick the ring. Put him through the ring. Nick Patrick's on the take. Scotty, you can go back to Japan. They will book you in a heartbeat. Put him through the ring. <laughs> Put him through the
2: ring. Steiner, Steiner of like the early noughties would have already
1: ripped Nick Patrick's head He off. would have set his lion on him or tiger from his entrance. Yeah, he just... He'd already shit he'd already, he'd already be shitting down his throat by this point. He'd, he'd already be just sat in the corner surrounded by women lifting weights. <laughs> they hadn't attacked Fuck all. Oh,
2: that's grim.
1: They'd maybe got involved on the outside, but what was happening in the ring was more important. Exactly.
2: That's our time! Ah. Patrick is a scumbag.
1: But anyway, you were saying about the quiz.
2: Oh yeah. So not not um not anyway, Alex. He said he said it was Don't Go By Alison Moyet. Oh, and right. I went, "No! That was not a solo song. That was part of Yazoo." And he went, yeah. "My answer is Alison Moyet." What's fucking wrong? I don't know what else to tell don't you. Yeah. I was really cross. And mom was like, "Let it go. It's fine." No, no but it's, it's wrong. wrong. <laughs> And I went home and showed my mum, look, it's by Yazoo. We won. She was like, it's a man. See, look right. at that.
1: Look, they, they, okay, they laid it in a little bit. She said, you did, she's on the outside. Yeah, he, he was, no. Nick's on the
2: take. Of <laughs> course he is. Yeah, he's already rang the bell. Yeah, he's, of shit. But we got 19 out of 20. Mum was like, you should be happy. I said, no, but we should have got 20 out of 20. The only one we got wrong was the one that the quiz master got wrong. <laughs> Fucking furious.
1: Well, my dad found it hilarious, I was really <laughs> cross. I was like, this is annoying! So we won anyway, and then I just kept spitting at the barman's face. Just freaking out. Of, you know. Oh, here we go. I think Patrick's so tall. You're at two, Nick. Count the <laughs> three. I'm very intelligent. What's one second going to do? I don't think even Scott Hall could pull out, like, a baseball bat and nail sting with it in a 2nd <laughs> A referee, great. <laughs> you are great, Nick. <laughs> I do love Nick Patrick. He didn't get as much love when it got to WWE times, but he was always a very, very good referee. I miss referees and bow ties, though. I will admit, I love a, I love a bow tie and a referee
2: when we do our promotion. Botox. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: well if if we get to do one show, that would be all like I'd be happy with one show. But, but if we get to do one show, um it's gonna look like it's the whole idea is it's in nineteen ninety two. So everything mm-hmm. will ape how it looked in American wrestling mm-hmm. in nineteen ninety two. Down to how badly the gears made, everything. We don't want n- newfangled wrestling. No, I want a stack of fat back TVs on the on the entrance mm-hmm. Like I want I want terrible looking Old ass, janky wrestling. I want one match to be a headlock for an hour. Yeah. I told you before, (laughs) you know, we're going to have a a tag team of builders that keep taking breaks. Yeah. So so they'll tag out. (laughs) And when they tag out, they've got a little chair
2: they sit on. Great. Cup of tea. We have to have breaks.
1: It's main event o'clock. Here we go. It's Ric Flair. And girls! And there's a woman!
2: <laughs> with woman and Miss Elizabeth. Ah, oh, Rick Flair in the Fucking uh...
1: crowd just wolf whistling. Of
2: course they are. It's such, a, it's such a weird situation for Flair to be in. Like, he's been ostensibly a heel all it sounds
1: year. sounds like somebody with a fucking AR is just, like... <laughs> just Aiming for Flair. No, just firing it off in the air like Saddam used <laughs> to do. I've given a speech. You're all starving. Ba-da-da-da-da. My son's terrorizing all of you. <laughs> what a great victory for the kingdom of Iraq. So Flair's headlining tonight.
2: He's the baby face at Den- Denver, Colorado.
1: Yeah, we, we've had this convoluted thing. was obviously, you know, before the outsiders arrived, it was very much the horsemen with a lead heel faction outside of the Dungeon of Doom. Dungeon of Doom and the Horsemen have kind of been folded into all of this with the faces, with people getting attacked, and then they all left together in ambulances mm-hmm. at the hands of the NWO. And so they've had to form this very unlikely faction um, where, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're not friends, but they're banding together for the sake of WCW. And so you're going to see them oddly come out and help each other from time to time. If you've not been listening for a few weeks, that's your kind of catch-up. They're a band of brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's for the better the betterment of dub C dub. Yeah, and that's Rick's fucking belt, goddammit. And he's spray painted all over it. It's disgusting. Well take it it's the Giants belt. Well it's Rick's belt. I mean it's not the actual Rick's belt, but it's that's that's Rick's belt. That's you know, the big the big gold is Rick Flair's belt. You know the original just has his name hard encrusted into it. because he he owned it so much as a champion, his name was on it. There's pictures of fucking like Ronnie Garvin holding it after winning it. And he's still got Ric Flair encrusted in jewels
2: <laughs> on the belt. Aiden Gibbons from coldholic.com, before I came downstairs, was telling me that um, there was a story that came up on a podcast about the WCW title. Yeah. And when Hogan and Jarrett and Russo had that thing at Bash the Beach, yeah. Hogan left with the WCW title and Should never it came back.
1: Still getting, a, still getting a pop.
2: So therefore, the belt that Booker had yeah. was a replica and it was only in the last couple of years that people were like doing like a like, it was like a a show where they were looking for rep like classic bits of wrestling memorabilia well, it's and, WWE, that, wasn't it? and the WCW the WCW world title was under Hogan's desk yeah <laughs> complete with Jeff Jarrett's name still yeah. on it he was just going
1: chuck that under there that's what well, fantastic, fantastic. What well, he said when he called into Bubba's show he says uh, it's it's uh, it's I gave it to my son Nick he's currently sleeping in bed with it right now because he called in Bubba at like stupid o'clock in the morning Ah. Or, like, stupid o'clock at night to do the interview to go out on the radio show the next day is this post bash of? the each. yeah but he's like oh it, it's it's with Nick Nick's got it and so his son was lying in bed with the actual title and oh. the title never left Hogan's house afterwards do you think Hogan's actually bald now because you never see him without the bandana and it very much looks like his hair's stitched in I, I want to see him without his fucking bandana the,
2: yeah the hair stitched into the bandana yeah. he's bald as a coot and I don't think we'll ever see. Oh, he's got a full beard now. And I feel like sometimes, not he's, all the he's time. He's just for that Santa with muscles reboot. Maybe. But also, if someone loses all their hair, they grow the beard longer.
1: Yeah. To as a almost compensate. a compensation well, thing. Well, it's just moved from up here to down here, you see. Yeah. It's all the henchness.
2: Admittedly, should my hair ever go, I would quite happily shave oh, beforehand.
1: I'd be on plugs. plugs immediately. I, I really? I'd get plugs Immediately. Huh. Immediately. Uh, you wouldn't be
2: comfy with nope, it?
1: No, I'd ah. get plugs immediately. Like, no shame in it. I'd get fucking plugs in a heartbeat. Fair enough. <laughs> I just couldn't live with that hair. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I I, I just need hair. I need that That's hair. fair enough.
2: I think I'd own it. I, I've talked about this with Alex before, and I've said, look, if I ever noticed that my hair was disappearing, like, in a de- in a, in, a, yeah. in, a, in a dramatic way, I'd shave. I'd and like, I'd just grow the beard, and I've that'd been, be my I've look. been
1: cursed with a really high forehead and hairline for, like, since I was like 30. you'll be fine. But I'm not losing hair, so it's all right. Like, there's a little niche on my head here. There's like a Mm. niche in my skull. I don't know why. But there's a niche in my skull and I know the hair is literally right at that line. So every time I kind of go, I'm not losing. No, no, it's not going from there. It's still exactly where it was. Uh, We're all gravy. And if not, I'd be like straight to Turkey. Give me some new teeth. Give me some new hair. Fill my face full of Botox. I want to look like a fucking plastic doll. Let's go. (laughs)
2: You wouldn't want (laughs) to age your look rather than look your age I'm already
1: grey as fuck like I'm starting to go grey as fuck so I'm happy with that but yeah. I, I, I just couldn't do bald man I don't know what it is couldn't do bald fair enough couldn't do bald I, I think it's, it's it says more about me than it says about general people with baldness because a lot of people own it look fucking it's, tired, however, it's so. however you're comfy with but, it but me I, I don't know I'm just being blessed with very long very straight hair mm. and I plan on growing it out again so it's like I, I want to grow it out again and have some majestically long grey hair I want to be Gandalf. <laughs> I want to be Gandalf. <laughs> you look great. But first, I'm going to have a mullet.
2: You need a mullet for the Knight's promotion. Yeah. I, for a long time, wanted to grow my hair long. And it was during the pandemic that I realized that dream will never be reality because my hair grows out right. rather than down. Yeah. And I left. And, and obviously, because we all did,
1: mine was four, five months of just growing out you got hair similar to me then so yeah it goes out but then eventually it caves under its weight and then you have very long very straight so hair mine never caved. So mine, mine goes like <laughs> in, um, and then it starts to go but with me during lockdown I managed to cut the sides down but the top of my hair was like literally down to my chin like if I kept going after lockdown I would have had like really long hair by now I'd be down here oh. like but my hair I'm very lucky it grows very quickly because every time I got the barber it's like Fucking hell, it's only been four weeks. It's like, yeah. Mine's every like two and a half, three weeks now. Yeah. I just get a zero. i uh, I'm thinking about, yeah, growing it out, doing a, a shave down of the old sides, having an undercut, getting some 90s goth hair on the go. Nice. Fuck yeah.
2: I like that. Oh,
1: hello. Oh. Is that Cheryl? That's Oof. Aubrey Edwards' man. <laughs> She's giving it socks, I like her. I'm loving the 90s ass shirt on the fella. All three of them. All three of them. You can
2: be front row. They are a bowling club. You are front row for our 90s federation. We will call you.
1: (laughs) That's how I want the audience to dress. This is the thing. is like everybody down to the audience is is a participant. You are an actor in this performance. Mm -hmm. It needs to be as convincing as possible. It's got to be the porcupine tree approach where we're just going to go, hey, Dave Meltzer, look what we found in like a draw. It's this weird '90s promotion. And you just approach him like that. And then you get him to go like, oh, wow, this is really cool. and you just, Yeah, you just sort of make it as convincing as possible so that somebody falls for it. That's what you want. That's what I want. That's my I dream. Wanna, I want to look at the, the, the production of pro wrestling as an art form. And then if the first one's successful enough, we do 1995. So we move it on five years. And we go, Dave, we found another take. Yeah, so you, you go to it through time. You don't do a following show. You do a different era each time. And eventually when he gets to, like, 98, 99, you're going to start seeing crazy fucking hardcore shit.
2: No, we're not. Not in the UK. No, we are. We're going to see UK Undertaker. Well, we are. We're going to see UK Steve Austin. But
1: we can't really do that because licensing.
2: But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we'll get like, well, no, we'll get like quite cold we'll Stephen get, Austin. Yeah, we'll,
1: get, we'll, we'll get near <laughs> enough. Yeah.
2: The Grave Digger. Like, what? we'll do nearly. We'll be
1: doing like stupid, stupid like ECW inspired stuff. And then you get to like the early 2000s and then you enter in the dark age of British wrestling again for a few years. And it's sort of just looking at The Motorbike
2: Man. Yeah. Not the Dirt Bike Kid. The Motorbike Man.
1: <laughs>
2: the English badass, yeah. Yokozuna for a house show.
1: <laughs> Just bring into Tonka. Yeah, quite a random guest spot.
2: Brilliant. Do, do you know Yokozuna? I think we might have talked about. You know Yokozuna had a wrestling match in
1: Ashington. Yeah, before he passed. Yeah. Were you there? No, no. Um. It's, there's been plenty of like random shows I've wanted to be at like Sabu wrestled Ashington in like 2014 and I was like I want to be there I just mm. couldn't make it it's ridiculous isn't it I love yeah. shit like that so much
2: I like the fact that we can say to Gangrel wrestled Newcastle 2023 like, yeah
1: I watched it yeah we were i Scotty there. Too Hot he was on the same fucking show fucking amazing fucking hell what a
2: fucking dream <laughs> love that shit but yeah Yokozuna wrestling in Ashington in Northern Portland it's just fucking amazing <laughs> I spoke to a guy who, who was the promoter at the time and he said I had to hoover his dressing room four times yeah, in, case, in the unlikely event of a spider because that was Yokozun's big that was fear. biggest fear, yeah. Spiders.
1: Well, t- that was the, one of the biggest rumours around his death, wasn't it? That was that he saw a spider. He got a heart attack from a spider. Yeah, a heart attack, yeah. Ah, that spider has a lot to the, answer the for. Sun, the son <laughs> reported that. Yeah. Uh, you got to spit after you Don't say it every the sun. time. Don't buy the Sun don't even click on their fucking website
2: why is hogan doing a whole cup
1: because he's still got
2: he's a bad guy
1: but at the same time the nwo are kind of like they're villains but they're villains in the james bond sense of villain right they believe what they're doing is right yes they're standing up in defiance to what pro wrestling's become so he's still going to stick to his old faithful and he will throughout the whole thing
2: Uh, yeah, he, I guess he just knows what he knows, doesn't he? Yeah, plus and he's not going to fucking learn
1: new shit. He's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you tell Hulk Hogan, go learn a suplex. <laughs> doesn't work for me, brother. You're <laughs> not in Japan. He's not going to start throwing fucking crazy moves. <laughs> oh, figure four. Nice little pop
2: there for the figure four. And that'll be Hogan losing the belt and Flair becoming the world champion via tap out. Yes, of course. That'll make perfect sense. <laughs> Woman's cheating. Nice. He's starting the cheat.
1: <laughs> I love that commentary just not, not mentioning it when it's WCW on the line.
2: <laughs> they'll, they'll let it go. They'll let it pass.
1: Fucking play wrestling. Oh, oh yeah. It's fucking play wrestling. Oh here we go. Scotty, Kevin. Scotty too hauling. Uh, Outruns Nick Patrick, maybe. Yeah, where's Nick? He's gonna come down any second and be like, Oh the referee's down. Hey! Oh no, we got we got the horseman, we got Sting and Luger. Everybody's here, everybody's leaving, everybody's dead. Arn's not got his Glock. Yeah. I'm starting to think that was a lie. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he clearly shot a man in traffic. Oh, no, they're, they're not on pay-per-view. He can't have the Glock. They're on cable still. <laughs> Sorry,
2: my mistake. He shot a man in traffic. Of course he did.
1: <laughs> oh, Mongo.
2: Oh. Well, there Mongo, we go.
1: Uh, I think he's going in the the Hall of Fame, you know? Good. It looks like he's going in the um, the NFL Hall of Fame. As he should. In Canton. He absolutely should. Eight,
2: so I think pairs, that's man. it. I think
1: that's it. What are you want about you think that's it? There's got to be a definitive finish. It's WCW. <laughs> they
2: pride you themselves. You can't tell me
1: that this is the end of the show. They pride themselves on definitive finishes. Oh, it's Sting and Flair with their history at Clash of the Champions. Go on, just give us a little bomb, But Oh, Whoa! here we go. Oh <laughs> Hogan's Hogan trying to go back through the big blue vagina. exiting through the anus. <laughs>
2: Boo! <laughs> Good recovery, Penzer! Excuse there. me. In other words, we make a mistake as a car, as a ring announcer. So you have to very blatantly say, "I apologize.
1: I'll do that again." No, Cut you just roll out. with it and then you look at the promoter and go, I'm what? And then you just throw the <laughs> mic down and walk out. You're going to do it without me. And you should just declare yourself winner of every match in North. <laughs> like, what are you going to do about it? I have intrusive thoughts
2: every time I do North. Right. I have intrusive thoughts of every time there's a match halfway through. I just get on the bike and just go, yeah, Hasty Drake wins in a minute. <laughs> every, every time I do
1: North, I have intrusive thoughts and I have to fight them off. Kind of like when you're walking past something high and you want to throw your phone off it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I've told Alex as well, like there's previous times we've walked across like the high level bridge and I've gone, I've got an intrusive thought just to throw you off the bridge. (laughs)
1: I'm sure she appreciates that.
2: She hates it. She's like, I don't understand why. I said, I don't understand why either. But in the spirit of being honest with you, uh, it's just there. It's just like, I don't don't understand why. I'm I'm not even angry with you about anything, but it's just an intrusive thought. That I, have to, that I have to meet in the past, <laughs> acknowledge this there, and then move on from it, and get across the bridge really fucking quick. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, but those are, that's a real thing—intrusive thoughts. I was yeah. chatting to somebody about it the other day, and it's a real thing. But all sorts of stuff. Throwing my phone off is one I get quite a lot as well. Yeah, like you said, something expensive. Yeah, like yeah. causing myself a right Keys, pain for the phone day.
1: phone or camera yeah. or something. Is Here it just we a go. desire
2: for chaos? You say, here we go, but they're saying... They're, they're wrapping up. up, yeah. That's what I mean. Here, <laughs> here we, we go, goes. ending. Here we, we go. go.
1: <laughs> here we go, ending. Here, here we
2: go. Here we go, back to the car park. So that was Clash the Champions. Where's the limousine? Is the limousine still around? Parked at Disney. Is it rocking still? <laughs> <laughs> Hogan's not fucking. So that's Clash the Champions 33. Again, let's go again. <laughs> let's actually watch it this time. You know what, right? I preferred that to Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. Much, much <laughs> oh, more. Yeah. Far more
1: Hogwarts palatable. Hogwarts was a bit of a slog.
2: That was quick, in, out, shake it all about. Yep. All Just the stuff. Right shit.
1: Two TV hours. A couple of Hot Pocket adverts. <sighs> spin through that. A couple of Glacier teasers. You're laughing.
2: It's funny as a wrestling fan, I think, because we have so much intel and information that we process on a daily basis. Yeah. We're so relieved when we go, oh, it's an hour.
1: Oh, there's nothing oh. better man. I, I think that if, if you can get the shows down to the point where they're just an hour mm. right, you, you're laughing
2: mm, it's great it's isn't it best. what a dream Raw um, <laughs> Smackdown fucking hell
1: yeah all AEW pay-per-views <laughs>
2: oh god
1: don't fucking seven hour Tony
2: <laughs> Tony loves a good long press conference as well <laughs> I thought you know what there was some shitty ass finishes in there but it was, you know, all all filler,
1: no Ultimately, killer. it was going to be a night of filler because it's a night of kind of, hey, make sure you tune in next week or like make sure you tune in tonight, Row. So it, it's sort of, you know what you're getting coming into it if you're aware. Yeah. If not, it was still an exciting night full of drama and that's the key thing in this time, right? Is mm-hmm. You need that level of drama to get people invested in your product because, uh, I mean, God knows your opponent's about to take off. Uh, but you know you're kind of ahead right now, so just just milk it.
2: Exactly. And we're ahead, so we'll milk it and run away. We're the Sam Driver on Twitter. I'm at Tom Campbell <laughs> on Twitter. Together I go on the
0: champions.
2: Back <laughs> through the eighths. <laughs> <laughs>